I could watch that. I could watch that. Yeah, I could watch that. I could watch that. I'm not fucking watching that. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Hi, hello, welcome. (laughs) This is I Could Watch That. This is Ashley. This is Alicia. This is Heather. And I'm Kelly. (laughs) Okay, so we're still going along with our um, original format of our top three favorite movies, where we'll do uh, one movie each week. New episodes posted on Wednesdays. Uh, Last week, our first episode, well, second episode, we did Alicia with Kill Bill. So this episode is going to have some spoilers related to the 1995 movie version of Clueless. Just FYI, if nobody has seen that movie, this episode will contain spoilers and you should totally go watch it right now. We're going to have a couple of special episodes titled I Could Rank That episodes where we're going to do the MC Universe. Uh, We're going to marathon those for three days, get our rankings in in preparation for Captain Marvel. After that, we'll be diving back into our favorite movies with Heather in The Devil Wears Prada and then Kelly with The Crow. But first, just in case anyone's forgotten, we're going to go through our top three movies again and we'll start with Alicia's. My top three favorite movies are Kill Bill, The Matrix, and Cloud Atlas. And then for me, Ashley, that's going to be Clueless, which we'll be getting to this week, Hocus Pocus, and then The Mummy. And this is Heather, and my top three are The Double Wars Prada, Meet the Robinsons, and The Princess Bride. And this is Kelly, um, with my top three are The Crow, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, and The Avengers. So that's pretty much what we got going on for the next um, few episodes, and of course, we you know at the top of each episode, we'll kind of shout out what to expect in the coming weeks, but first we want to get to shout outs to some of our first listeners, some of our friends that tuned in and are supportive, so this is going to be a shout out to Rosie and her top favorite movies, which are Better Off Dead, which I have not seen. Me neither. <laughs> me, I, I, me neither. Really? What is that? Yeah. She didn't make us watch. She made me watch it. No, I wasn't there. You weren't there? <sighs> I never lived there. So that's like the... <laughs> so I think like it was the, at my house, it's, actually. It's Mel Brooks? No. It's, no. I think John Cusack's in it? Yes, he is. Okay. I oh, think. is it a romantic comedy? You know that, I but you probably... Know. I've never of seen course it. I know John... <laughs> who's in it. Of course I know that. <laughs> So anyways, again, Rosie's top favorite three are Better Off Dead, Spaceballs, and Ever After, which I've seen those last two. Uh, so. Yes. They are excellent movies. They are. And then um, I also have a shout out. Uh, my old uh, Spider-Man co-worker, Andrew, his favorite top three movies are Back to the Future. Which one? The first one. It's in general. It's just oh, Back, okay. to Back to the Future. Oh, is that, is that <laughs> also <laughs> one movie? Yes, okay. it is. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to draw the line. Okay. <laughs> Um, Star Wars A New Hope and Spider-Man 2 the Sam Raimi editions thank you Andrew for listening and go Team Scoop Team I, Scoop I, I like two out of those three movies <laughs> <laughs> actually it's hard for me to decide which one it is are you serious? I, I hate Spider-Man yeah, 2 yeah that's what I figured but <laughs> they're like, the worst Spider-Man 2 is not bad Sam Raimi Every Spider-Man movie. talking about the original yes. Tobey Maguire. Maguire's yes. okay. every Spider-Man movie not starring Tom Holland is bad so oh I'm sorry God. no way Okay, you're entitled Boo. to your wrong opinion. <laughs> I, no remorse. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so we'll dive right in this week to my top favorite movie, which would be 1995's Clueless, um, directed by Amy Heckerling uh, and distributed by Paramount Pictures. We'll first wanted to start off by saying that I am a fake Clueless fan. You are. It's true. Ooh. I am a fake Clueless fan. <laughs> I have. I, <laughs> I have known 
I have heard, it's been told to me, I've read it, that it's loosely based on Emma, but I have never actually read Emma, and I've never actually seen Jane Austen's Emma or anything. So we watched that earlier this week, and oh my god, it is straight up Clueless, or mm -hmm. Clueless is straight up it. It's really entertaining to watch, and I could not stop smiling through the entire thing. <laughs> uh, the Gwyneth Paltrow version is the one that we watched, which was great. So um, Clueless is loosely based on that. Every time a new person was introduced, she's like, oh, oh, I know who that is. That one's Amber. Oh, that one's Elton. I'm like, yeah, his name is Elton. <laughs> Which, again, I had read. Like, I had read that, that the character in Clueless named Elton is named after oh. the character Elton in Emma. So, like, I knew it all. I just never experienced it. No, I <laughs> So, Clueless had a 40-day filming schedule. Really? And in the direct... Yeah, only 40-day wow. filming schedule. That's um, quick. But I'm surprised, though, for it being what it is, being, a, um, like, a high school teen movie, that it actually had a $12 million budget. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Jeez. So, but I guess a lot of that didn't go into location filming, though, because they only filmed at, like, the school and then the mall. Hmm. There wasn't a whole lot of um, use for other scenes and stuff. And again, it was There's only... a house. There's, There's like, a set, There's though. a mansion. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, how much of that was yeah, in the store? <laughs> they drove by it twice <laughs> in watching it, That's where she gets... Um, Held up at gunpoint. Oh, really? Yeah, when Josh, drive when Josh is picking her up later from another party, they pass by that hurts again. And oh. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> That's where she was held up! Um, but yeah, so it only had a 48 filming schedule. Um, the director, Heckerling, and the producers, you know, sat in on a lot of Beverly Hills High School so they could get a feel for student culture and the dialogue and Val speak, <laughs> which I had never heard before. What is Val speak? What? Valley Girl. Oh. Like the valley in oh. California? As if. <laughs> like with the inflection and everything? Mm -hmm. Oh no. Wait, so the producers went to school? Like to a high school? The producers went to school. Yeah. <laughs> they hilarious. did their ethnography. Wait, do they actually all have like band-aids on their noses from like nose jobs? Yeah. And like the oh chins? Oh when my that God. scene, I noticed a whole bunch of kids did have the band. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are the band like bandages for? And then later on, I'm like, plastic surgery! <laughs> <laughs> So true story. When I was watching, when I remember watching it when I was younger, just in general, having watched it over the years, I always thought that those that was Biore pore strips. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> that, and I guess it's just because my mom and I used them, so I just thought that's what they were. They were just in school getting rid of their blackheads, and I'm oh like, oh. As I grew up, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> then it made sense. But come on, no, I don't think the um, the classes they sat in on, you know, could be that surprised by 30-year-olds in their class, because essentially that's what the entire cast was made up of. 30-year-olds <laughs> playing high schoolers. Very true. So it was, it, I was actually surprised by this. It was released in July of 1995, and then was released on VHS and Laserdisc of December that same year. So mm -hmm. it, it wasn't even out, like, what, six months? Barely? And then it came out on VHS, and then wouldn't be released on DVD until four years later. So despite, though, you know, being made on a $12 million budget, which, again, I'm very surprised for a movie of that time, uh, it still managed to gross $56 million in the U.S., which I know we talked about Kill Bill last time, and it grossed a lot internationally. This one probably didn't, because it's not all flashy and robots and stuff. So I would say the 56 domestic is pretty, pretty good. <laughs> did, I, did I forget that there were robots in Kill Bill? <laughs> <laughs> no, we talked about Alita. That's what we talked about. 
Oh, okay. We talked about well, that. That's what we talked about. Okay. Well, I, I assumed you were going Transformers, but okay, um, Alita. We can do Transformers too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know we mentioned the what does well overseas, and it's all the big shiny explosions and stuff, which Clueless does not have, and that's okay. It has my heart. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that's the most important thing. So it's ranked one of the best teen films of all time, which I have to agree, even though you know its Rotten Tomato scores is complete bullshit. <laughs> Six point nine. I mean, if you're gonna give it that, give it a fucking seven. But really, it's. An 8.5. <laughs> Maybe a 9 on a good day? <laughs> 9 on a good day, you know. When you really need When it. you really need that feeling mm-hmm. in your heart and soul. <laughs> and then after its release, it did uh, go on to create a spin-off series, a TV series, uh, that only lasted for two seasons. Some of the secondary minor characters, uh, actors, actresses, did reprise their roles, but Alicia Silverstone, obviously did not, but uh, Stacey Dash did uh, reprise her mm-hmm. role as Dion for that. And I think so did um, Donald Faison, who played Murray. He did yeah, as well. I think so. Mm-hmm. I remember, I watched it when mm-hmm. I was a kid, I remember it. Do you? I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in my search for uh, trying to find this to watch it, <laughs> I, I came across the show and I was like, oh, I had no idea it was even a show. Yeah. So, I, I was, yeah, that was interesting to... Yeah, and again, that's another one of those things that like... I knew about, I heard that it was, yeah. but just never had the inkling to watch it. Like, the movie was satisfying yeah. enough. I didn't need to see her go to school any yeah. more than that. I, I, I was like, oh, I, I'm assuming that the show came out after the movie, but I was like, wait, did the show yeah. come out and then they made a movie? Well, and that's actually, was actually the... Um, intention? The intention. It was oh, the movie okay. was going to be a show, but they didn't feel like people would want to watch a high school girl go through her daily life. So they turned into a movie instead, which is oh, hilarious to me because but yet there's Saved by the Bell, right? <laughs> now there are so many TV shows, you know, not and not just like Boy Meets World, ones. yes, but it's and, a boy, no, of course. <laughs> but there's shows like now that are on, you know, Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, all that crap that you know they're it's all just them going to school. It's just them in school. But at the time, heaven forbid, yeah. people be interested in watching something like that. Yeah. So they ended up turning it into a movie instead, which for it, I think, worked out. So the actress that replaced Alicia Silverstone is uh, Rachel Blanchard, and she's actually in another teen kind of romantic comedy, Sugar and Spice. I love she Sugar plays, and Spice. She plays one of the cheerleaders. So which one? Uh, I think Hannah. One of them. I don't know. One of the blonde is. ones. Not the main blonde one. Not uh, Marley Shelton's character. But she played one of, one of the blonde ones. Anyway. <laughs> that's interesting. But I, I like that connection because I really like that movie. And that's another all-female-wed teen movie. Which, they're just so good. They are. <laughs> Again, never, they're entertaining. I've never seen it, but I do want to watch it because I remember the trailers growing up. It's so funny. <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> it's so, they're, they're Is it so like, dumb. Is it like Jawbreaker? Like that kind of... Thing? It's not as dark. It's okay, more. No. It's more like uh, these cheerleaders need money because the main cheerleader gets knocked up uh, for her family, <laughs> and they recruit some other people to help them rob a not not a bank, rob a a supermarket supermarket that has a bank in it. branch. So like, there's a little mini bank in the supermarket, <laughs> and they rob that. <laughs> not a bank, but that. Uh-huh. It's really funny. I guess it's easier to break into a supermarket. Well, and, and it's one of the best things because because she's pregnant, they all dress up as 
pregnant women. So, you know, no one can, like, tell them out or whatever. Uh-huh. And they wear, it's, I guess, the... Betty mask? It's a Betty mask, which is yeah. a doll or yeah. Barbie or something. Except one of them has, like, a Nixon mask on. Because she wasn't going to do it. Yeah. She had cold feet and decided not to do it. And then she showed up that day and she couldn't find a Betty mask. So she has a Nixon mask instead. So she's dressed up as, as Richard Nixon. And, and the other ones are all dressed up as pregnant Bettys. It's really funny. It's so great. And I want to do that costume Betty as, like, what do you mean by Betty? It's it's a doll. It's a doll. Or something. Oh, okay. So it just, it's I like was a, like, Betty Boo? No, no, no like, blonde hair. Blonde oh. hair. Kind of has the same kind of style, though. It, like, floops out. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and it's a very doll face. So it's just a rubber mask that they wear. And it's just really funny. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. It's great. And they're cheerleaders, so they do all these, like, you know, cheerleading moves to, like... <laughs> Pyramids and flips. Yes. Oh, it's great. <laughs> okay, back to Clovis. <laughs> back to a little detour. Okay, so, of course, um, you have our main character, Cher Horowitz, played by Alicia Silverstone. Her name's spelled correctly, but said incorrectly. <laughs> uh, Stacy Dash as her best friend Dion, and then uh, Brittany Murphy as Ty Frazier, the new girl, R.I.P. Brittany Aww, Murphy, um, and and Paul Rudd as uh, the love interest Josh, which is probably one of the very few movies that Alicia enjoys Paul Rudd in. I like Ant Man too. Baby Paul Rudd. <laughs> Baby Paul Rudd. Baby Paul Rudd. Well, this this um movie actually I think is what like kind of launched his career ish was this I disagree I think it was Halloween uh, Halloween (laughs) (laughs) Halloween uh six is it Halloween that did it or was it no Halloween six came out like a year later no it's Halloween is it? Okay. Was he in? I don't know if it was in Jason movie. It was on but TV. I, I watched it and I was like, why is he in this? <laughs> so, that happened. Is that, is that the return of... No. I don't remember. It was on with the cold. You guys need to I... research your shit before we get to the episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> no man. we're going to talk about Halloween. This wasn't important. <laughs> I do want to talk about that particular Halloween movie because there's a whole bunch of like interesting shit going on with it. Really? Like, there's like so many like edits of it and different versions that came out of it. I don't know. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Like I said, it's not important. So Not right now. It will be. Continue. And then, of course, there's a wonderful kind of below, below secondary character um, <laughs> appearance of Wallace Shawn as one of the um, teachers, which I fully love just because of Princess Bride. Yay! Inconceivable. <laughs> he doesn't say any of that, but he's no. still very entertaining yeah. as uh, Mr. Hall. All I right. wouldn't say he's a low, low character. He's pretty, like, in it. I mean, once she gets them set up, then he's yeah. not. And then, yes. Yeah, okay. he's her. Fair yeah. enough, yeah. For about half of the movie. Right. And then he comes back at the end. So, yeah, yeah. But that is the only matchmaking endeavor that she's successful at, because right. they get effing married by the end of the movie. Yeah, Spoilers. Right. Sure. Correct. All right, so the movie starts off with our character. Actually, the movie starts off very, very 90s with bright colors. With and, the montage! And boppy... We're the kids in America, America. <laughs> which is like one of my favorite movie, uh, songs of all time, and I kind of have to wonder if it's because of this movie. But I love <laughs> probably, that song. Honestly, it probably is probably. No, but it's also in other like movies of that time as well. It was a very yeah. anthem, probably. Yes. Yeah. You know, just for the kids of America. Yeah, yeah. So the movie opens very nineties. Um, with the montage of her describing her everyday normal life of a teenager, teenage girl in California. In mm-hmm. Beverly Hills. In Beverly Hills, in a mansion. <laughs> and, um... Everyone has but, mansions. But we don't hate her. No. Because she's so great. Yes. No. She, well, and, and you're kind of, like, immediately brought up on that, how she, like, takes care of her dad, and mm-hmm. she actually is kind of... Smart. 
self-conscious in being nice to people, mm-hmm. but she's kind of vapid about it. Mm-hmm. So it's like she doesn't realize it sometimes, but she still has good intentions, <laughs> which I think is why I enjoy Cher so much. I'm going to circle back to that kind of montage scene where she's talking, and I wrote in my notes, no way in hell that's a touch screen. And right? she, she's going through her closet, her, that wardrobe. Has, her wardrobe that has all of her outfits on a screen she's like touching the screen as if it's a touch screen mm-hmm. this is 1995 there's no freaking way and that was like but she was a giant ass tv screen but you know baby alicia was like i want that shit in my house right now oh, for sure i'm a child i can't dress myself oh, help no. me i need i need auto matching outfits okay well, and that, that's what was funny is I would have done that. I would have been that person that, you know, program a button on it that says randomize. I've been like, let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you won't. No, yeah. yeah. To see what happens. Uh, I wouldn't commit to it, okay, but okay. I would see what happens. Okay. I'm going to call you out right there, Miss OCD. Well, I will say, though, that the outfit that she does put together, which is like a black skirt and like a denim top that does say mismatched, it's not mismatched, so I don't know why it tells her that. But we do get the iconic yellow um, squirrel girl plaid outfit, so I can't hate on it too much mm-hmm. from there. So Cher is uh, not quite 16 yet, so she just has her learner's permit, which is a kind of subplot-ish to the movie of her driving around in her expensive new Jeep without a license and avoiding all traffic signals. I've always wanted a Jeep. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah, I really have. Jeep in it real? Jeep in it real. I took my thing. Beep, beep, I'm a Jeep. Beep, beep, I'm a Jeep. Hong Kong, I'm a Tonka. Well, I mean, we could just get Andrea to come over. You could steal her orange uh, mm-hmm. Jeep. I could. Could just I take could. it. Just, just take it for a test drive. Just around the block. Charizard is an excellent car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but I love it because I I like you know she runs through all the stop signs. She hits potted plants. I think she hit a mailbox at one point. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like oops. My bad! And just goes about her day. We meet her friend, Dion, who also lives in a mansion and is rich and popular and pretty. And And they... And hip. (laughs) And they both know what it's like to have people jealous of them. That's why they're (laughs) such good friends. (laughs) Cher is uh, just being raised by her father, uh, who is a litigator, which is a type of lawyer. You know, we looked this up, and it's just a lawyer. It didn't say a type of lawyer. All it was was, like, it's a lawyer. But I think it's the ones who, like, go after just, like, the scummy people, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like business. It's like business stuff. It, it, yeah, it could be. Like, Google did not specify what a litigator was. What a litigator was. It was just like, lawyer. <laughs> We're like... No, it's just gonna say, uh, we asked, um, <clears throat> we asked Siri, and Siri said it was a lawsuit. <laughs> we asked Google, and Google said it was a lawyer, or attorney in general. Or wait. Attorney at- <laughs> What is it? Attorney at <laughs> law. <laughs> Makes five hundred dollars an hour, basically, which is why they so rich. Yeah. Um. Her mother passed away when she was a baby, doing during a routine liposuction. <laughs> what you know? I'm surprised she's not more like beat up over that. But you know, I guess well, there's time has passed. Yeah. So. She was a baby. She, she was know. a baby. She, yeah. And just liposuction is just stuff that happens. All the nose jobs. I wonder how you could die from that. I don't know. I don't want to know. Let's yeah. not Google that. Uh, yeah. You have not. one scheduled next week. No. <laughs> so they. You get to then see them go to school. You kind of get introduced to the popular clique of the school. Again, Donald Faison uh, from Scrubs. His Yay, character of- <laughs> His character of Murray before Scrubs. Um, um, so baby. Him, Elton, who's like the most popular douchey white dude. 
Um, and then Amber, that I don't understand the relationship with, even now to this day, I don't understand. Is she a friend? Is she not? They're not frenemies. Sure. That's what they are. They're frenemies. But it's not the fun frenemies. She was the worst. I hated her. Amber, yeah. <laughs> her outfit yeah. choices were fucking ridiculous. I was not having it. Yeah, no, well, no, I her, like her, her hair her choices. I was yeah. just like, are no. you a who? Pippi Long? With the braid boy? I was like, no, honey, no, no. Um... But I do like, so they, uh, it's report card day, so they all get their report cards, and Cher gets a C in debate. A C <laughs> but, minus. But she, a C minus <laughs> in debate. <laughs> but she gets it like a 98 in geometry, or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. so she's not stupid. Like, she's no. not a dumb, ditzy, blonde girl. And from what we saw, I mean, those were never the grades she had to then goes into. She starts to try to talk her way into getting higher grades. And, like, the maths and sciences aren't ones that she needs to do. It's, like, those other ones. The electives. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, gym, which, hey, if I could talk about a gym, I would have. <laughs> uh, so, in order to... Uh, improve her grades by not doing any work, she decides she's going to set up uh, two of her teachers instead, which, again, this is where it starts to get to be very Emma-esque, because Emma set up her governess, too. That's what happened at the opening of that. What I noticed in the entire montage of trying to find Mr. Hall woman was the Snickers product placement. (laughs) Yes. In the teacher's lounge? Because I always notice product placement. (laughs) The, oh, I want to comment on that as well because the product placement on in this is so blatant. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, the nineties. It's very the, the freaking AT and T phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> flip phone. Flip phone. What uh-huh. was it? It was. It's no, return it was of the phone. flip phone. It was the black one. Oh, it was the black okay. phone. No. But it was literally like <laughs> zooming, zooming in, in. <laughs> the the powerful music. Yes. Oh gosh. Uh, so she decides she's going to set up her uh, debate teacher with her English teacher. I don't actually know she's what like Ms. A history. history. I actually don't know what Miss Geist teaches. I, I was going to say economics, yeah, but that's not social right. studies. It's like because right, she's very go. involved in like the environment and yeah. stuff. Like so, yeah. I, I figured it was some kind of socioeconomic thing. I'm sure if we pay more attention, we probably could figure it out. Probably, <laughs> but I do love though that like it's not, speaking to the Snickers product placement. It's not like there's options in who she's going to set her, him up with. She's the one that requires the least amount of work, <laughs> which she says as she goes into the teacher's lounge. You know, they take off her glasses and ponytail, and suddenly, you know, she's attractive. Yeah. Not a total Betty. Not a total Betty, but, but she'll, she'll do. do. <laughs> well, um, I like how when she goes, it's the the gym teacher, and she's like, well, she prefers female company. Yeah. And I was like... Same sex oriented. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, in this movie from 1995, how many gay characters there are, mm-hmm. and how it's, many that they're just... Oh, she's okay. a lesbian. Yeah, Which they are, yeah. have no problem with it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And when they find out Christian's gay, oh, he's gay. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, he's my new best friend. Yeah, like, let's go shopping. <laughs> you mean, like, compared to now, where they all try to hide all the Well, that, or, the or they're made explicitly to be the gay character. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that, exactly. that's their shtick, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And also, I guess this is a more so girls' movies, and girls don't act like that way, I guess, like, too like gay men or whatever we're like mm-hmm. yeah that's our new gay best friend like we don't care no, but no. like no, but no also yeah. there is yeah. like that the when i want to call him turk but that's not his name murray yeah murray when he's like kind of he's Ex- explaining. explaining how he's gay he kind of says it in like a not a so little bit of a derogatory way a yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but i mean not like 
But not really. It wasn't. It wasn't horrible like mm-hmm. it, it we've seen. Obviously, no, yeah. but it, he didn't use any bad words. No, which well, is nice. And it even seemed that after the fact, so he knows about Turk Murray knows <laughs> that he's gay clearly, and so you can kind of stand to reason that probably some of the other boys do. And there's never like we any never see show, a problem. Right. There's never any showing of yeah. him getting like beaten up. Ever. Right. So even yeah. when he goes to the mall with Cher, like you said, when they do become friends. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's all of a sudden... He, he's not the one that's getting beaten up by gang members. Yeah, you know? yeah. Right. Like, uh, which we would have in today's day if they mm-hmm. made a movie like this. All of a sudden, it would be about him being gay. Right? Yeah. So, it's kind of nice. Um, I agree with Alicia said that it's it's thrown in there, it exists, but it doesn't, like, define their character. They're just... Right. It's a part of them. Which may or may not have been realistic in 95. I mean, I don't remember... I mean, we were kids at the time, so it's not something that we were really that aware of at the time. Right. Uh, and nowadays, with all the anti-bullying uh, stuff going on, uh, you know, on the interwebs and all that, it's much more in the consciousness of everyone, even right. kids. Even yeah. kids. So and it's, Yeah, it's just more, we're more aware of it now. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have been happening, but no one, like, spoke up about it. Right. Now right. it's like... But it's also everywhere, you know, people get bullied online and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, and that so. could be a difference of it, too, is the fact that this, like you were saying, or like we've been pointing out, this was California. I mean, heck, mm-hmm. maybe it just was a little more open. acceptable about it, just considering yeah. it's California. Yeah. I mean. Well, and there's a super casual, uh, like, weed scene later that I was like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> that was super casual. Yeah. They didn't even care. Whatever. But it was 95 in Beverly Hills, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, whatever. In the mm-hmm. valley. But... That wouldn't have been something uh, that would have happened pretty much in any other teen movie mm-hmm. like that. It would have been played up as jokey potheads. It right. would have been a thing. Right, right. You know? Yeah. But in this movie, it's not a thing. They which, just do which, it and it's over. We'll get to that when we get to that scene, because I do kind of have, like, a question about it. It's because they're classy. It's classy smoking. <laughs> it's classy smoking. Yeah. 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 It's classy. Okay. Um, so back in to share um, setting up her teachers, she sends them love letters that are supposedly from the other one. She tells... You know, Mr. Hall, that Miss Guy said all these nice things about him when really she didn't, you know, ultimately it all does work out and they do start a relationship, which does boost the, um, the grades, the grades and just the grading structure and just the way that those two teachers kind of handle their classes. So it actually ends up supporting like the entire student body, um, (laughs) not just Cher herself. So she gets a lot of, um positive recognition and pats on the back and everyone recognizes that it's because of Cher's meddling that suddenly they're all getting much better grades in their classes. Now this is kind of where it gets into, for, for me, she wants to do more good deeds because it makes her feel good. I think it's because she likes the validation. <laughs> right. She likes she liked the praise. She likes mm-hmm. everyone being all like, oh, thank you, Cher, thank you. So now she wants to do more good things for that that feeling. Not because she wants to do good things, but just to feel that praise mm-hmm. um which i feel like everybody does at some point in your life sure. no i mean yeah. half mm-hmm. the time it's why we do cosplay <laughs> so it's for the All validation the that is a hundred percent of the reason we do I cosplay. Was trying to be modest about it why i was going for innocence <laughs> <laughs> also introduced to us uh, kind of earlier in the film is Cher's ex stepbrother Josh, uh, who's played by Paul Rudd, which is another thing where I don't think as a kid when I watched, I understood that he was a, he was a stepbrother, so he wasn't really related, but then he actually wasn't a stepbrother anymore at this stage in the film because his mom and her 
dad no longer were together. Yeah, and so, he, she married someone else. Right, so. yeah, he has a cheat. Uh, yeah. Well, and he also said that it was like five years ago, mm-hmm. so they weren't yeah. really even talking. Well, and I do like, um, so Cher's dad, Mel, has the point of you divorce wives, not kids. But again, Josh was never his like biological son. He just, yeah. I guess, really took down. I think a lot of that too is because Josh as we're told, wants to be a lawyer as well. So I think Mel will kind of... Takes him under his wings. Yeah, wanted to do that for him. He just really kind of connected with him. Or, you know, maybe Mel even saw that uh, Josh was a good influence on Cher, Mm -hmm. too. There's a lot of stuff... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I feel like Cher's dad kind of picks up on throughout the film and, you know, approves of. So I kind of wonder if he keeps Josh around because he knows he needs, like, a strong father figure, but also he just likes having him in the family. So Josh is a little older. He's uh, in college. So he's actually had a break from college and is staying at the mansion. And they do a lot of sibling bickering, a lot of banter back and forth between Josh and Cher, which of course is my bread and butter when it comes to any kind of relationship in any of the media that I consume is I need the banter. I need it. (laughs) It makes me happy. Well, and I love how when they're watching TV together, Cher's puts on Beavis and Butthead and Josh immediately switches it over to CNN. And I'm like, you're 18. Shut the fuck up. Pretentious. He's pretentious. With your your Nietzsche book and all that. (laughs) And she just calls him out constantly. And it's so funny. Well, and it works both ways. Like, I feel like, you know, Mm -hmm. she brings him down. Like, you you don't need to pretend to be this person, Mm -hmm. Josh. And then I think he also was like, you need to think of other things than just yourself. Yeah. So it kind of works. The balance is great between the two of them. Right. Um, so there's a lot of that, which I, I enjoyed their, their scenes together. I wanted to go back to one of, there's a quote earlier on when she's like driving around and she goes, aren't those, aren't the columns classic? And this is the first time you see the house. Mm-hmm. Aren't those columns classic? They date back to 1972. <laughs> yes. See, so maybe it's history that, that Miss Geist teaches that she doesn't do. That's why she needs a boost in that class. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. I, like, had to pause it because I was, like, laughing. It's just so ridiculous. Uh, uh, so, so that's what's happening on the home front. Um, back at school, we then get uh, a new girl. A new girl, uh, Brittany Murphy's character, Ty Frazier, is then introduced. And as she is described as tragically unhip. Uh, she is clear, clearly, just by the, way, by the way she looks, if you're going to judge her by looks alone, is not anything like any of the other popular girls. She has the baggy ripped jeans, the flannel, the, you know, Kool-Aid dyed hair, um, is not one that would normally fit in with a group like that. But of course, Cher is on her, I want to do good deeds for people kick. So she believes that what Ty needs is to join their social group and become cultured in their Beverly Hills way of living. Um, so Ty and, uh, or Cher and Dion adopt Ty essentially and give her the, then makeup makeover montage scene. And this is the first time that they use the name of the movie in a quote, because Cher calls Ty adorably, uh, adorably clueless. clueless. <laughs> yes. They said the thing. They, they, they did the, 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 the thing. So yeah, so she gets her whole makeover, which there's a lot of Brittany Murphy's outfits that I want <laughs> in in it. I just, I really, they put her in a lot of color mm-hmm. that I like, but they make her take off the pants that have the suspenders, which are super cute with that yeah. crop top, which is totally a style to be in today. And I'm disappointed that they wouldn't let her keep it. I also liked her hair color, and I was sad to see it go. Oh, it was beautiful. When yeah, they I liked the, the the red. I liked the red, but it was it was the pretty. burgundy red. Yeah, that was before. I liked her curls. I wish my hair curled like I know, that. Right. I had have always had serious curl envy when it came to tie. 
So Cher's not just satisfied with giving her a makeover. She now believes that Ty needs to immediately date somebody because she has the one thing in the school that nobody else has, and that's mystery because <laughs> she's no longer a virgin, as Ty points out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go through their list of eligible guys, which of course are just like the, what, five popular dudes, um, and land on Elton. The Persian Mafia. The Persian Mafia. <laughs> See, now they all had flip phones. They <laughs> yeah, absolutely did. You have to have a BMW. Oh well, it's God. it's that scene in every high school movie where they're describing they're the, clicks. the clicks. Yeah. And I, I live for that scene. Oh, yeah. It is my favorite part of this and Mean Girls and even that horrible Bratz movie because it's just so funny. High yeah. School Musical. Yes. High School Musical. Classic. In a music. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's kind of one of those things where when you want to talk about where movies like this get like super stereotypical, that's where they do it is when mm-hmm. they show there's this group of people and they're all very similar and there's yeah. the slackers and they're all very similar styled and stuff so like that's kind of their moment to do that yeah <laughs> i also like when ty asks Cher, so which one is your boyfriend and Cher says as if <laughs> she is not going to date any of these slouchy boys in high school and i completely love that because no. i didn't date in high school either mm-hmm. no thank you yeah well she wanted well, but that's what's funny for me and i i kind of enjoy again where I think Cher is, like, a good character is she even wonders why her best friend Dion is dating a high school guy, and yet she's super supportive of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't ever, like, rag on Dion for dating Murray, but in her internal monologue, though, she doesn't understand it, but she's still, like, okay with it. But, and I, I like that. But she does comment that Dion lives for the drama, because she's always starting yes. drama at parties. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of just but, part of that, what happens. But that's not even just regarding her and Murray, that's just Dion in general. I feel like she could date anybody, and Dion would just be about True. the drums. There actually was, like, a few scenes where, like, Elton was kind of, like, kissing upon Cher. Yes. And I, it was really awkward, because he came out of nowhere, and I'm yes. like, who the fuck He was you? doing it, and she wasn't stopping him, so yeah. I think he was getting some Make signals from her. Right. So I don't, like, obviously he shouldn't have come on to her as strongly as he did, because she wasn't interested, but mm-hmm. I understand why he thought she was. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait, which, which I think I think the movie kind of does a good job of showing you both from the beginning, they do a really good job of showing her interact with Elton, because it's very subtle, too. Mm-hmm. It's not stuff that you would realize until you, like, think about it. So they're good at kind of, like, the movie is good at, like, planting that seed, and then also planting, ultimately, the her and Josh seed as well is mm-hmm. kind of nice. So I do mm-hmm. enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Cher wants to hook tie up with Elton. As Kelly stated, though, to the viewer, you notice that Elton's kind of been making a lot of passes, subtle passes at Cher, which she is completely and totally oblivious to, and is super, super, super stuck on trying to get her with Ty, like, to a really unhealthy level, I feel like. And I don't know if that's just because Cher doesn't want to have to deal with her own problems, that she just can focus on her project, (laughs) or what. I'm not sure. I just, I just always, I've always found that interesting about the movie, is just how focused Cher is on getting Ty and Elton together. Oh, yeah. Like, once she gets that in her head, there's nobody else possible for Ty to be with. Like, I understand her trying to be all like, you can't date Travis, because he's a slacker. So I get why Cher has that mentality. But again, there's other popular dudes than Elton. Why are you so focused on this guy? I think maybe it is because she was successful in her mind with the Mr. Hall, yeah, Mr. Hall and Mrs. Geist. And that was the, okay, this is our first pair up. We didn't look at anybody else for either of them, and it worked out. So mm-hmm. I know this is the right person for Ty, even though she doesn't know. She's right. a dumb teenager. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I have to agree that. with that. I can see that. That's interesting. Okay. So they end up going to a party in the Valley, um, which then <laughs> brings back up into the casual drug use at this party, <laughs> which is funny because 
on TV, again, it's edited, and I don't know if they just don't show Cher in that scene, or if she's whole, like, if they just cut her out and you just see Brittany Murphy because they're standing next to each other, um, or if they edit out that she's holding, you know, weed in her finger, in her hand. I, I can't tell, but I didn't notice it until, like, a lot later after my initial watch of it that she actually had smoked, they both smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Well, earlier in the movie, Ty keeps asking uh, Dion and Cher if they have drugs. Yes. <laughs> and eventually Cher is like, are you talking about drugs? Because no, you know, we're yeah. not burnouts. You can have a, a smoke at a party, but no, we don't do drugs every day. And then at this party, they just very casually smoke uh, weed and mm-hmm. then pass it on, do a party game, and, yeah. and it's whatever, which yeah. was interesting to watch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, what I was also going to ask about is, do you think, um, I think the movie is only rated like... PG-13, I think. Is it PG-13? Because mm-hmm. I was going to ask with the drug use and stuff, because I know nowadays, you know, I feel like movies are rated higher for drug use. But I guess not, though. I guess the PG-13s have drug use. It's I think it's but, PG-13. Yeah, I mean, it's I think it's it's only the one thing that Scene. you see, mm-hmm. um, so they might just be able to get away with that, and right. then the rest is just kind of like drug paraphernalia, like, later ever, on. I don't think yeah. they ever say the fuck, do they? No. Mm-hmm. Someone says shit at some point, that's, I think. That's yeah, they say shit, yeah. But no, no, they don't say fuck. They didn't, they didn't use their one? But yeah, see, I don't think they use their one, unless I missed no, it. I feel like most don't, if they're gonna do don't that. Don't need to. Well, the teen yeah. movies don't usually. Yeah. Well, I feel like now it got to the point where people like us, we wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> we wait for the F word, because we know they're allowed one. Yeah. Right. Which I didn't know, honestly, until mm-hmm. I saw Alita. It's mostly but... just in Blumhouse horror movies now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want... Yeah. The map on the way to the oh party. Oh my god, yes. With Dion, and she has the map, the book there's of the map. There's numbers, there's letters. <laughs> yes, I was just like, oh, I don't think I've ever even seen one of those. No. I mean, I know like the normal like road maps that, that fold. flip out, that fold mm-hmm. out, but I've never seen a book of a map. Mm-hmm. like In a world, before Google world. Maps. <laughs> well, I can remember that. My, my family and I, Ooh. we used to take road trips up to um, go skiing, like up at north and like virginia west virginia that kind of stuff and i remember needing to like print things out and have i don't remember a book like a spiral book like they had but so she has a touch screen <laughs> computer thing but yet they don't have MapQuest. like <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of like gpsing going on that they just did not utilize at that time like the military Maybe. used that shit not, <laughs> not not these uh valley girls oh my god i they probably don't know what gps is it's the 90s no. so <laughs> God, it probably the way people are now. They probably were, or the way people were at that time. They were probably so didn't want to use technology because oh, technology. So the stubborn citizen was a witch. So yeah, stubborn <laughs> people just used you know what MapQuest at the time. There was no MapQuest in '95. No, I mean like, after <laughs> there wasn't. After but... that, after this, and you just printed out all your directions. No Touchscreen la- mm-hmm. closet. <laughs> you were hung up on that. I am. I am. It's just so. That closet was my fucking dream. Yeah. I love the closet. It's just the touchscreen aspect. Oh See, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I, I don't know if I I liked that everything rotated in her closet. Mm-hmm. It's a Hannah Montana closet. Oh yeah, for sure. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. yeah. She has like a revolving closet. I have no memory of this for, place. Um, I'm sorry. The younger crowd <laughs> here. Mm-hmm. I remember too. Because she had she had the best of I both watched worlds. It too. <laughs> you. What? She had the best, she had the best of, of both, both worlds. worlds. Yes. Yeah. Uh so after the, the party, they go to leave the party. There's a couple of musical chairs where, again, in, like, some last-dish effort, Cher is trying to get Elton and Ty to spend time together. Elton in his hideous Cosby sweater? Yes. He was very into the sweater vest. Oh, man. Maybe that was a hint. Yeah, it, it wasn't, yeah, yeah, a rapey hint. It wasn't good. 
uh, ultimately, Elton ends up taking Cher home. Uh, again, Cher in the car is continually talking up Ty, like nobody's business. Meanwhile, Elton is trying to come on to her, uh, and she eventually, he eventually goes in for a move, and she tells him to stop and tells him no. Uh, he continues to try to make passes at her until finally she just gets out of the car, which kudos to her, mm-hmm. I would just say. Mm-hmm. Um, True. No means no. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but we did admit, Ty gets in Summer's car, and she's holding a lit up Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say something. I'm but... like, wait, are you going to drive away with this thing plugged in? Because it's lit up it's now. Lit up. Did, did you, do you have a converter They're for stoned, the, it's fine. For the, the smoke Maybe thing? Maybe we were stoned. It's a contact <laughs> We as the audience also see it lit oh, up. God. That was my favorite thing in the movie, though. We're just dancing with the snowman. Yeah, <laughs> in, the like, in the background. In the background. I'm like, oh, look at the yes. snowman. Well, because it's funny, because, like, all those, um, again, that was another thing I don't think I like, paid attention to, because all those decorations are outside, all the Christmas decorations, yeah. and all of a sudden, they're all inside! <laughs> <laughs> Which, I guess, you know, when you're high like that, hey, Dancing with Frosty, sounds like a good time. Well, Ty also stole a towel, so I guess she's just a klepto. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Now, okay, Summer had the snowman. Summer was holding it when they came outside to ask for a ride. Yeah. And then she handed it to Ty. To hold it while she drove. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So so Summer actually was stealing the snowman. I don't know why. I don't know much about Summer. (laughs) Other than that, she's there. (laughs) And only has... No, has no tardies. Has no tardies. Has no tardies. I wrote that earlier and I was like... Is that racist? Because she's Asian? It. I think it was. God damn it, Heather! <laughs> no, I mean, maybe. That, it was a genuine, like, because everyone was, like, not surprised, you know, and, like, kind of looked at her. It probably yeah. was. That was oh, my reaction, Because too. she has, she, yeah, because they're, like, they're super studious, like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty oh. sure that's a stereotype, I for so sure. Too. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I agree yeah. with you. I've always thought that, too, but that was why that was in there. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after Cher gets out of the car, um, Elton still is trying to get her to get back in the car. I don't know if he would have continued to make passes at her if she'd gotten in. I'm not really sure. Because I, I, part of me, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm happy for her to get out of the car, but I'm also kind of like, you're in the middle of you nowhere. don't know where you are and your ride just left you. Yeah. So like, part of me wanted her to get back in the car just so she doesn't get left there. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know what he would have done. And also, I feel like they did the whole, like, the girls can make up their mind kind of, like, joke because she got out of the car and he was like, come on, get back in the car, like, let's go, I'll take you home, whatever. And she's like, no. And then he drives off. She goes, wait, where are you going? Like, come back. I was just kind of joking. I agree with that. So it was kind of like... And that's a lot of the share thing where, you know, she'll get over it. She has to be dramatic first. Yes. Kind of thing. So, but again, though, we we don't know if he would have continued to try and do Mm -hmm. stuff to her in the Mm -hmm. car. But after this scene, she doesn't talk to Elton the rest of the movie. No, right. He sits behind and her. He sits Mr. right behind her. Yeah. In Mr. Hall's class, and she doesn't acknowledge him. She moves straight on to Christian, and you know, does all this dramatic stuff right in front of Elton's chair, and he doesn't talk to her either. Yeah. He's just constantly asking for hall passes <laughs> <laughs> through the entire movie. I'm like, dude, my cranberry CD. <laughs> Oh, the cranberries are oh, so good. I, I wrote the cranberries R.I.P. I gotta, yes! I gotta go to the cranberry steals it. Oh, I'm sad now. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, now that Cher is stranded out in the middle of nowhere and she has no idea where she is, she gets held up at gunpoint. <laughs> Which oh is probably the most terrifying thing ever. And mm-hmm. they do... I mean, the, the movie handles it in a very light way, which is they would have to for it being this kind of movie. But, mm-hmm. I mean... That was like a real gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he takes her phone, he takes her purse, which has her money in it, 
and forces her to ruin her dress <laughs> by making her get down on the ground and then count to a hundred, which she only counts to like four that she gets up. Yeah. Well, he's gone. And he's gone by that point. He got what he needed, though. And I have to wonder, though, like, when he when she says that he took my money, I'm like, I wonder if she's talking like credit cards or did she have like cash on her? Probably. Probably mm, credit cards. I would say probably credit cards. Yeah. Both. Right? Well, cause it's <laughs> or like, none, because, you know, that purse probably didn't fit anything in it anyway. It's well, just for looks. Because the purse just got smaller and smaller. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it was the 90s, so I kind of agree with Alicia's. I wonder if she had both. Because when she goes to the party later with Christian, she just has a 20 in her bra. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder that was if she... she wearing a bra? No. Oh, her <laughs> Calvin Klein dress. Yeah. It's just right there in the padding. Yes. Um, so I have to kind of wonder, yeah, did she just have, like, $100 bills in her purse? Like, $100 for emergencies? Yeah. Quote-unquote. And then her credit cards. So, but I feel like stealing credit cards is just such a mistake because you can just get those turned off and everything in like a matter of seconds. But I mean, then again, it was Nowadays, the 90s. Now I don't know. Then it was the 90s. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I, I think back then they, like, you couldn't just charge them. You had to get them, uh, they like ran that metal thing over it. Those are so funny. To, to get the impression of it mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. some like transfer paper. Mm-hmm. So, I used one once. I don't know. No, we're all so young. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> we're the oldest young people to ever live. <laughs> We are all so old. Yeah, so this is Alicia. I'm actually sitting with uh, a heating pad on my back right now because my back hurts so badly. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's okay. Just embrace it. I know. Uh, combined with some icy hot. What did but... you get for being 30? Oh, a- immediate back break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. It happened and then it all was downhill. Mm-hmm. So we, that's what Kelly and I have to look forward to next year. No! <laughs> Heather, we won't talk to I you. Time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, so, now stranded in the middle of nowhere, she gets to a payphone. I don't know how she makes a call on the payphone. She's been so sexually harassed and robbed. Forced <laughs> <laughs> to ruin her trust. I'm assuming she called collect, because that was a thing. I guess, yeah, that's the only thing I can ever assume. So she ends up calling Josh. Yeah, her, because mm-hmm. she doesn't have any money, and then all of a sudden no. it just goes, and I'm like... It goes through. And like, unless she minute. calls through the operator, isn't that free? I, I, I do want to say I've never used a payphone before. Me oh, really? Neither. I have. Yeah, I have. It, it was really interesting. Like, I've seen them at the malls and stuff, and I was like, oh, cool. They don't and, really exist anymore. I know. No, they they're gone. Out. I've, yeah. I've used them, like, no, maybe two or three times. Like, probably only twice. But I'm always, I was always, probably my anxiety, I was always afraid I was gonna, like, run out of time on them, uh, you know? Yeah. So, like, I only used it, like, I think one time as, like, a prank. Like, you know, we were dumb kids, stuck change in it, and just, like, you know, called our parents or something like that, you know, just to see if the payphone <laughs> actually worked. Like, we did that, and then I think I used it one time to actually, like, call somebody yeah i had a calling card uh i went to scotland when i was 16 with my dad to so to talk to my mother i had a calling card mm-hmm. and i would just call her on their mm-hmm. hot the hotel payphone or whatever and that worked fine mm-hmm. but so you like, just have a certain amount of money oh, no, that's right. and time for those i did i used one in, when i went to japan because it was over father's day in and high I, school and i called yeah i called my grandfather because mm-hmm. i called him on father's day so mm-hmm. it was like a day early for me because mm-hmm. i was in japan or something huh. i don't remember that's right. No, I did yeah. use one there. I forgot about that. We yeah. will have to look up that time change because we're going in a month. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I've never used a payphone either. So. God, well, by the time also, you needed to, they were all probably gone. The phones! The phones! Well, no, also, I feel like I wouldn't want... I wouldn't hold it to my ear just because they seem so dirty to me. <laughs> Is that like... I don't think you people think about that, though. Like, I do. I do. Really? I very much yeah. do. I pull hand sanitizer out and wipe stuff down or, you know. I Every time I go to Target, I have to use a wipe. I can't touch the cart with it first. Yes. It's really funny. I immediately, when I'm going with her, she gets the cart, I grab a wipe and I hand it to her. <laughs> that I don't do. Thank you. But... Yeah. 
I get it. It, it makes the immune yeah, system stronger. Well, the child <laughs> basket is the first thing where the poop diaper sits, and I don't <laughs> want that shit on my hands. I don't want the literal shit anywhere near me. <laughs> I don't know if they've been chewing on this bar. No, that's true. <clears throat> they probably have. Um, so she ends up calling Josh, actually. She calls her... Um, ex-stepbrother, which I have to always say just because I like to say ex-stepbrother. It's just funny. It makes it sound dirtier. Stop saying it. No, I like saying it. Oh, God. She ends up calling Josh, who actually is, like, in the middle of a date. He has, like, a girl over in his dorm. or They make it out on the bed. And, you know, he takes, instead of just sending a cab to, like, go get her, he goes and gets her. Of course he does. Of course he does. Good guy, Josh. Good guy, Josh. She's very sweet. And then, of course, there's the whole interaction in the car between Cher and the girlfriend about um, Hamlet. Hamlet, which is funny. Because I, I enjoy stuff like that, because I don't remember shit about Hamlet at all, to be honest with you. But if you sat me down to watch a movie about Hamlet, I could tell you you were wrong, too, just based on who did what. Yeah. <laughs> so I do enjoy, again, it kind of leads to the whole thing where Cher is a smart person in her own way. You have mm-hmm. to put things down to a level that she's going to remember and understand it, which, I mean... You could say that for anybody is how we all learn when you break it down to a level you understand. She's really good at looking up quotes from Cliff's Notes to give. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to did did you write that? I got from Cliff's Notes. <laughs> no, it's a famous quote. Famous quote. Uh, Cliff's Notes. And, it's, and she it. says Cliff's Notes, not Cliff Notes. <laughs> Cliff's Notes. Yes. Well, she does it's that great. all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you notice, but she like pronounces things. A little bit weird when you don't re- and I don't, I don't think people realize that that's what she's like you know saying earlier on um during uh the debate way before with in mr hall's class with the the hadians the hadians that actually um wasn't scripted that way uh, alicia silverstone didn't know how to say Haitians, Haitians? so she oh, pronounced it hadians Aww. and no one corrected her because they thought it was funnier and, and it was so she just went along i mean i don't know if that particular take was her first take mm-hmm. of saying it but that's just the way she did it so they and it worked for the character so they kept yeah <laughs> so they kept it um yeah but there's a few other instances where she does that mm-hmm. so when they're saying goodbye they say Audi like like the car an Audi I always thought it was Audi in the subtitles it says the word capitalized Audi, Audi like the car A-U-D-I. so when they're saying Audi they mean the car <laughs> hey, I'm Audi oh. Oh my god. And it's hilarious, which is why we watch everything with subs on now. (laughs) It's so weird. I would also like to point out that earlier scenes, Josh was going a goatee, and Cher said she didn't like it. And he shaves it. And he shaves it, because when he shows up in the car, he doesn't have it anymore. He doesn't have it anymore. His chin pubes? (laughs) His chin pubes. (laughs) You want to be the only one in the coffee house without chin pubes? (laughs) No, yeah, and that was probably something I don't know if I had noticed right away. I don't know if I ever noticed that. Yeah. So for like the rest of the movie, he is just clean shaven. Huh. Well, and after that, they kind of curl up on the couch together and talk, mm-hmm. and she convinces him to stay over, I guess, spring break or something at the house yeah. instead of going back to his mother's right. or, or whatever. Well, he was going to hang out in the dorm. It was spring break, and he didn't want to go home to his mom's because yeah. he, he didn't want to interact with the, the fourth husband yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah. So Cher's like, come and stay. That was the scene where she put like ten clips in her hair, I hate and that it scene. bothered me so much. That scene has always irritated the hell yeah, out of me. Yeah, I was so of... upset. <sighs> she lost all of her hair ties. They were under yeah. the couch. Because okay, of hair no. clips. 
Just the yes. fact that she had that many hair no. clips. Well, no, just in one. The way she wasn't doing it. Putting them in right. Yeah, she wasn't putting them in for any. So kind of... willy nilly with her hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm with you, Ashley. I get Thank it. That one's oh, always yeah, it bothers me. I hate okay. it. That scene shows how comfortable she is with Josh. Yeah, I know. I agree that I like that scene because that's the first time you see her as kind of just. Chill. She doesn't care about what anyone else thinks. Mm-hmm. It's just the two of them. Well, she's putting these ridiculous hair clips in her hair. Well, and she and she mentions that too. She says that she sometimes she enjoys just um, hanging out and rather her, than partying in her veggie clothes, probably because her party clothes are too binding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she has the whole thing. So, so yeah. So I agree with her playing with her hair is yeah. probably what it is. But you don't play with your hair with like fifty of those clips. Yeah. You don't know what her routine is. Yeah, no. it's fine. Let I her watched her that. routine. There was an entire montage about her <laughs> Not routine. Not bed routine. <laughs> her that was her, yeah. That was her getting ready routine. And as so. for people who love to just wear leggings and veg and watch movie marathons, I totally related to that line. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, at this stage in my life, our lives, yeah, I, anything I can wear leggings to, I'm totally down for <laughs> I'm not there yet. No. Good for you. They're so comfy, though. <laughs> so proud of you. I just rather wear shorts. If I can't wear shorts, uh, then that's, that's... fair. I mean, it's hot 75% of the year, so we have to. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ashley putting Chrissy. <laughs> we oh, are. oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I just keep kicking her out. <laughs> You're turning into something nicer than it is. <laughs> yes. So, so now Cher final, finally drops the whole Ty Elton thing, because she... Not because she realizes that... Elton is bad for Ty, but because she realizes Elton is just a skeevy person. Right. <laughs> because now she still wants to set Ty up with somebody else. Mm-hmm. However, now we get introduced to Christian. Um, Sebastian who, Stan? It's not Sebastian Stan. He's been Stan. like Sebastian Stan. Not like, everyone oh is Sebastian Stan. It's definitely not Sebastian Stan. I know, but he looked like him. If it were, I would have told you long ago. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, so Christian shows up, who is a student that we actually do hear about like way earlier in the um, movie when Mr. Hall is taking attendance. He asks Christian, and they actually explain why he's not there, and it's because he spends half his time with his mom and dad. Which, I actually, I kind of forget about. <laughs> I kind of forget that he's been brought up, and then all of a sudden he shows up. Um, well, for half the year he's with his mother or father, and the other half he's with the other. The other one, yeah, because they're going through a messy divorce. So Christian shows up, and instead of setting him up with Ty, Cher decides that this one she's going to take for herself. Which, you know, I'm kind of glad now to see Cher focus on something other than you know, being a busybody in other people's business. Right. So I kind of enjoyed the the turn that the movie takes at that point. <laughs> um, what does she do? She she sends herself she flowers, sends herself flowers. Sends herself chocolate. Yeah, she tries to yeah. do a lot of stuff to get his attention, basically. And, a, and she does. She does mm-hmm. get his attention. Where's the spaghetti strap? The, the shoulders, the less clothes you wear, they were my mind guys of sex. <laughs> of being naked. <laughs> of being naked, oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, eating, uh, brings attention yeah, to your mouth. Yeah, brings attention to your mouth. And her clothes were not dress code appropriate. Oh no! But she would definitely. Well, <laughs> a lot of their I don't know clothes weren't Beverly Hills high schools, but that would not fly in a uh, our high schools. No, not at all. Skirts don't reach your fingertips. Nope. Mm-mm. Midriff showing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't sexualize teenagers. So, so she does. Yeah. So she does get his attention. Um, again, though, I feel like Cher is just super oblivious to most cues and um, signals that are being sent around. Uh, she invites Christian over to her house to watch some movies, which some like it hot and, and Spartacus. I mean, 
Come on. Like that, that's the movie she mispronounces. Sporadicus. Sporadicus. Yes. Sporadicus. Okay, that's okay. the one. I was like, there is definitely another one. Yes. Which which you have some like it hot, which is about cross dressing, essentially. And then Spartacus, which um I thought he none. just liked the actor. <laughs> there's there's something in it, like about the movie. Itself. Oh. Yeah. It, it's really I thought I, I, I thought it now. was the I am Spartacus. No, I am Spartacus. Was that what that is? Where they I'm all not like sure. Where they're, like, someone's looking for Spartacus and, like, his, like, army, whatever, his people are like, no, I'm Spartacus. And they'll, like, stand up for him so he doesn't get caught or whatever. I don't Is that know. what that is? Mm-mm. I still have a great movie ride, okay? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fair. But, yeah, mostly he just likes to watch, you know, hot dudes act, so, you know. Yeah. It's after this that uh, Cher is then talking to Dion and Murray, and Murray reveals that Christian is, in fact, gay. <laughs> And I guess we kind of glazed over the fact that she wanted to lose her virginity. She did. To Christian when she invited him mm-hmm. over. That was her plan. That mm-hmm. was her plan. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, well, okay, that's... I mean, you know, she waited until she felt like she needed to lose it But it's just like, I like how it's just so nonchalant. Which, which yeah, is, I you, mean, you, honestly, that's... You could go into a lot of other things in this movie, how it's just casually dropped in, just cra- and yeah. it's just like, okay, this rolling, rolling with the, the homies. homies. We're, doing, we're doing hand movements. His hand gesture reminded me of it. <laughs> um, so I guess you could just say it's one of those things, you know, they yeah. just kind of throw it in, and it's just, that's what we're, what's happening. So we skipped over the section where uh, Cher and Ty go with Christian to the watch the ska band play music, and Josh ends up showing up because... When Christian comes over, Josh gets kind of a weird vibe from him, mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't think it has anything to do with sexuality, but it's just she like he, he like he yeah has this, he can tell to... that Claire, that Cher likes this boy and he has feelings for Cher. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because how he acted toward uh, Cher's dad, like all like oh hey what's up, like you know like the just bo- like the bad boy the, kind of thing, the ring a ding kid, yeah yeah, <laughs> and like the um, oh you like Billy Holiday, oh, I love him, sorry, um, <laughs> oh to Cher. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but like how he was just rude to Mel. Yeah, Mel, and so um, you know he was kind of concerned about her going out with 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 not Sebastian Stan, so <laughs> with Christian. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, and so Paul Rudd's like, oh, I'll go look look after her for you, and then that's when Mel like kind of like smiles because like, he knows oh, okay, that Josh okay. likes Cher. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which again, I think he sees a lot more, than... and he's cool with that. Oh yeah, yeah. but yeah. when they're at the. Uh, at the club. And Ty looks like a five-year-old. That's the one yeah, I, I, I hate, hate so much. Yeah. I hate all the outfits, but I hate that outfit the no, most. See, I like the outfits, except no. that one. Except no. that one, no. no. So when they're at the club, uh, Christian's actually dancing kind of like other dudes, and Josh mm-hmm. sees it, and yeah. he's flirting with the male bartender. Mm-hmm. So you totally get the... You totally get it by then, as the audience member. And even Josh though, is no longer worried. <laughs> even though yeah. Cher still doesn't get it. And I don't even... She doesn't bring anything up to Ty. Ty mm-hmm. doesn't give her any kind of look or anything. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just totally oblivious. And so is Dion later in the car. Because yeah. she reacts the same way at first to Murray. She's yeah. like, no way. And then, oh, wait. He does dress wait, better Cher. than you do, Cher. Right, right. Which I think is funny. Yeah. And then even afterwards, you know, Cher continues to be friends with them mm-hmm. after that. Cause she, I love that so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. They, they still go shopping together. Uh-huh. And she even, you know, it's kind of brought up also throughout him. He really enjoys art, like yeah. art pieces mm-hmm. and sculpture and stuff. And she like goes with him to these like art events and stuff just because she likes hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, like Heather said, you know, she planned on losing her virginity to him. It didn't happen, but she didn't like immediately cut him out of yeah. her life, which is, mm-hmm. which is nice. And, you know... 
for him, you know, living half your year in one place, half your year in another place, it probably makes it really hard to make friends. Right. So it's, I mean, to feel for Christian a little bit, it's probably nice to have somebody who is not going to totally abandon him, especially once you find out that he's mm-hmm. gay, which is probably still kind of a closeted thing. So yeah, right. In 95, I would assume so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the culture's like in, you know, yeah. in California at that time, but. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, and he oh, never actually comes out and says that no. he is. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, people make the assumption that mm-hmm. he is, yeah. by the way, kind of he acts. Oh, yeah. So there's also a kind of a, a, a line, too, uh, where Cher and Dion were both virgins, but then after that whole thing with <laughs> yeah, the, freeway incident, <laughs> the freeway incident, the best scene. I love that scene so much. When they get stuck on the freeway, which is uh, end up on the freeway because Dion's learning how to drive and they're just <laughs> screaming like crazy. And that, that scene actually is annoying. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. they're just screaming. Yeah, but I can see how... Honestly, I would not want to drive in California. I don't. Uh, I just hearing have. stories yeah. about it. You did, did you, Alicia? It seems like I it, did. it would be terrifying. So I, I seem it doesn't. It seems fairly real, especially when they don't know how to drive and they've probably never driven on the freeway before. Right. And I remember driving. It's it's pretty terrifying to be on the on the highway because it's like yeah. you're going, going faster. 16, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I took a trip a couple of years ago to L.A., and uh, our friend Sarah and I, we drove down to San Diego, and it was a nightmare to drive down <laughs> and back in a rental car. And Did you scream on, like, the, on the freeway? I don't think... I Okay, we didn't Did scream. Did scream on the freeway? Oh no. God. We didn't scream. We were cursing because it was so backed up. Oh. Level but, 11, ring race. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> No, we, we weren't screaming. But we were cursing because it took forever. Have you seen that new meme that popped up? It's like, in Orlando, it takes an hour to get to Orlando. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 That's the other thing is, I've been driving here for half my freaking life now, and it's a nightmare to drive here because mm-hmm. we have that special combination of tourists, young people, and old people, and no one can drive. Yes. Yeah. But, but don't, like, California roads, don't they, like, make no sense? Like, the on-off ramps and stuff? They were fine. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I've been in the traffic, like, because my mom was the one who drove, like, the rental car and whatever, so I've never personally driven in it. It was um, mostly just the crazy congestion, but, I mean, it's basically like it is here, so, at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I guess uh, we also drove in California. Ryan drove our rental car. Nice. From oh. San Francisco to San Jose. How was that? It was nice. It was just, yeah, because I guess, like, Heather, <laughs> have you been to California? <laughs> been to California. <laughs> Listen, we went for WrestleMania, so it's not uh, that great. <laughs> oh, you had fun. I did. We went to the Winchester Mystery House. It was nice. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess wrestling was cool, too. Well, <laughs> after uh, Dion's um, freeway incident, her virginity went from technical to non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened, which then, of course, Cher still wants to then find love for an entirely different reason. At this point now, she's just feeling kind of behind the times. Which, right. girl, if you're going to cut yourself off of dating high school boys, which kudos to you, again... Very mm-hmm. good decision to make, but like you're really limiting your dating pool <laughs> at your state at your age in life. Right. So, so now things are kind of starting to dip a bit. Um, in the climax of the yeah, movie. I wouldn't say we go like full angst, but I think Cher starts to kind of feel it a little bit. Ty is starting now to become more popular. Uh, th- without Cher's help, she no longer needs Cher to be around her, tell her what to do and what to wear. Ty just does it, and all of a sudden people just flock to her and love her and want to hear what she has to say about things. I mean, 
I guess that kind of goes into her dramatic scene where she almost dies in the mall. So it's uh, kind yeah. of like that scene has actually always kind of scared me, and I've it's, also, it's pretty yeah. like yeah. I mean, because it's funny. I, I used to think like, oh, malls that have a second story wouldn't just have half walls like that. And but they, they do. do. They one hundred percent do. And I am shocked, shocked that they're because I mean, Kelly and I had some idiot. For I was one of those idiot friends. I'm shocked <laughs> that I never like did shit like that as a yeah. kid. Well, to be honest. Our mall was only one floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we would go to like Altamont Mall and oh, stuff, yeah, yeah, which yeah. they have us two stories and um Fashion Square kinda does. The Millennium yeah. Mall does. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. I, I I've been to malls that had it. So I'm just I guess after seeing this movie, I always just assumed there'd be more teenagers hanging over and there, you know, yeah, I mean, there right. could be, like, incidents of stuff like that. I mean, we'll never hear about it, but, like, <laughs> you know, people... I just, I just like when, when over Summer... being stupid. I like when Summer asks, is it true two gang members try to shoot up Ty at the mall? <laughs> no. no. In her, like, second line of the movie? Yes. 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 But that's one of those, that's like, I like it's one of those telephone things where it just kind of progressively got yes. worse and worse. <laughs> and I mean, and I, that's tie. kind of, I feel like how she kind of rose to popularity was like that thing happened. Her, her near-death experience. Her near-death experience. Right. And everyone was like, ooh, it happened, mm-hmm. you know, like. Right. So now, yeah, that's definitely when I think climactically, that's when everybody wanted to hang out with Ty and said, I mean. She was even, Cher was even trying to do something with her, and Ty's like, I'm pretty booked, can we do something, like, next, next month? Week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, things like that. As a person who is constantly doing things all the time, <laughs> I do have to sympathize a little bit <laughs> with Ty. Yeah, but we don't want to hang out with you because you had a near-death experience, so. That's true. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just Very for good. you. It's just for you being you. It's all for all you, you, Damien. <laughs> um... So it all kind of culminates with her coming, uh, Cher coming home and seeing Ty playing hacky sack with Josh. Well, well, first, so so first Ty starts to get more popular than her. So she's already in a bad mood, kind of for seeing that. Then she goes and takes her driving test. Oh yeah. She goes to take her driving test, which again we've never seen her drive except for the beginning of the movie where she did really really bad. Mm-hmm. After that, you never really see her practice again. <laughs> well, you see, well, you see her. She drives with. Josh. Josh. But that was at the beginning of the movie. But she she's driving before that, mm-hmm. and then she her her dad opens all of her unpaid parking <laughs> tickets that she gets. And then that's and that's when she takes Josh, and that's right. and then she's like running through stop signs, right, right. blah blah blah. Because that's before he shaved, so that's like early. That was her. That was his chin pubes. Yeah, yeah that was his chin yeah. pubes. <laughs> so so she's driving again for her test, and she fails her test, yes. and she's uh, once again as she's used to doing, she thinks she's going to be able to argue you. Her way into getting into passing, mm-hmm. which you you can't. can't. You, I mean, she can't. I don't think anybody would be able to talk her way into passing a driving test. That's like a purely you have to show them you can do it kind I of mean, test. Maybe he could he could have given her a second chance. Right. That is something that. So I think that that's kind of she couldn't talk her way into getting a second try. Well, she sideswipes someone's vehicle, so yes. I think at that point you're gonna have to wait at some some oh, me- yeah, measure was, of time yeah. until you get out of court. <laughs> So from there... Should I leave a note? <laughs> so from there, she's now even in a worse mood because that's been something she's been wanting since the beginning of the movie is just to get her driving license, driver's license, which, not that I fault the guy for failing her, totally deserves it. But then she gets home and she sees Ty hanging out with Josh. Playing hacky sack. Playing hacky sack. Totally 90s. <laughs> um, Ty is there to burn some things uh, that reminded her of uh, Elton, which... I didn't even know at this point in the movie she was still, like, stuck up on him. Of that one night. Of the one night at the party. <laughs> yes. Um, 
where she stole... <laughs> where she stole the uh, dish towel and Summer stole the snowman. So everyone's just stealing from this house in the valley. But um, she wants to burn all the stuff because uh, she's realized that she's ready to move on from Elton and now she wants to date Josh. So she asks for Cher's help on getting Josh. That Oh, so, that Ty wants to go out with Josh? Yeah. Okay. So, so then Cher kind of realizes that she doesn't like the way she feels about Ty wanting to date Josh. And she doesn't know why she, at this point. She doesn't understand. She just doesn't like it. So she kind of starts to say that to Ty is, you know, you guys wouldn't be good together. You guys. And she, in my opinion, I think she actually does kind of let her down gently. She's never actually outright rude to Ty and is mm. like you're this, this, and that. Mm -hmm. She's just like, you guys don't mesh well. That's all she says to her. I think it's actually a very nice way to say it. She was just saying her opinion. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Ty gets all mad at her about it. Um, And then, of course... And says the iconic line. The iconic line. You're just a virgin who can't drive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was way harsh, Ty. (laughs) Um, And I do like, this is another thing I actually did enjoy, is Ty didn't leave in, like, a huff. They both agree, like, okay, we're both clearly upset, Let's take some time. Takes her, like, decorated shoebox. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? So, so they, they, she just kind of, like, leaves. But they mm-hmm. both realize that if they continue to, like, talk about it, they're going to fight more. Yeah. So I do kind of like that. It's pretty grown up of them. Yeah. I actually am really kind of impressed by it as they just, okay, we're not going to talk to each other for a few days if mm-hmm. that's what it takes and just to see you later. Yeah. So Cher then decides she needs to get out of the house because now she's thing. just, yeah, just too much has happened to her in one day. Um, Um, Which Alicia pointed out, which I never really thought about it. I guess she walks from her mansion to the store. (laughs) And also didn't have a purse, but all of a sudden has bags. So I'm like, (laughs) do they have her, like, credit card on file? Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking. I was like, she probably shops there so much that Mm -hmm. they just know her. Most stores in California, you can do that. You just open up, like, tabs or whatever, and they just hold your... So like your fancy. card number and whatever, so they just put it on Daddy's credit card. That's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, when you're that rich and you live in a mansion, mm. making five hundred dollars an hour, I don't think you really notice if your daughter buys things. Well, and she brings her dad home her revised report card, which has A's and B's on it instead of the C's that she had before, because she got her grades up through the matchmaking and mm-hmm. making yeah, that was a bit earlier. Ex- yeah. It- and making up excuses to the gym teacher about, you know, an evil man who ruined her yeah, yeah. <laughs> semester or whatever. But so I think her dad was probably like, go buy whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You make good yeah. grades. You're and a good daughter. You take care of me. You can yeah. have whatever you want. I, oh, yeah. I think it's super sweet, her relationship with her father. Yeah. It is. That's something that, I, that I've always like liked about this movie. And there was one scene with um, Sharon and Josh where they decided to go get, like, takeout for all the lawyers and mm-hmm. stuff, and her dad, because they haven't eaten, so that, that was sweet. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that, that's after the party, and Josh oh, goes yeah, to, like, check on him. Yeah, Christian wants to go to, like, an after party. Right. Uh, so Josh takes him home, and on the way, you know what would be so dope? <laughs> I was like, people say that now! I, I say that now. <laughs> I love saying dope. Um, and that's what they do. They buy a bunch of uh, sandwiches and chips and stuff and bring mm-hmm. them back, which is awesome. Well, is it now or before where Cher said something kind of racist to her housekeeper? I don't speak it's be- Mexican. It's before, it's the, before driving the driving test. It's before the yeah. driving test. And so Rope she's set. already down about that because Josh calls her a brat because she was being a brat. Yeah. Right? And she's upset about that. And she says, oh, I apologize to to my uh, housekeeper, but I'm still not feeling good about it. I'm like, well, that's good. <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. feel good about yeah. that. Yeah. So she, just, she does a lot of soul searching while she goes out. You know, she's a dumb kid, so she's just not having the best day. She goes on her walkabout, spends a bunch of daddy's money, and that's when she comes to an epiphany. An apostrophe. (laughs) (laughs) 
<clears throat> that she loves Josh. The fountain. I know the is fountain. The <laughs> because she was just totally clueless. Yep. Yes. She said the name of the movie. She, she said, said the thing. name. She did it. She did the thing. So she realizes that that's the main reason why she doesn't like uh, Ty and Josh together is because she herself <laughs> wants to date Josh. And then she comes to bring out the, bring up, though, that her normal things, like dressing less clothes on and, you know, bringing attention to her mouth and stuff, like, isn't going to work in this case because Josh is an older guy, which I do actually kind of enjoy because she did say that she never wanted to date a high schooler and she actually is sticking to that. Yeah, well, and also I feel like she can't do that kind of stuff because Josh already knows kind of, like... What she looks like without makeup who on. She, yeah, <laughs> like, who she is, like, outside really of all is. of that. Mm-hmm. And it, that stuff wouldn't work on him. Right. Like, oh yeah, I, I completely agree with that too. I don't, and I think if she did start to act differently around the house, he would notice, which he kind of does. Like yeah. when she has the news on instead of Beavis like, and Butthead, he's mm-hmm. like, why haven't you changed this to your cartoons yet? Yeah. So I think if she did anything else a little more drastic, he definitely would have like noticed, which, you know, may have, may have made the um, confession come up sooner, but... Well, she does volunteer to captain the Pismo Beach Disaster Relief Club. Right. So she decides she's going to get his... She decides she's going to get Josh's attention a different way. She's going to get his attention by doing good deeds because she knows Josh likes people who do good deeds, not for your own personal pat on the back, which is what she did in the beginning. She was doing a bunch of things because it made her look good. Mm-hmm. She's doing it because they are good things and he would appreciate her doing good things. I just put, yes, internal makeover. Yeah. <laughs> makeover for my soul. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so she ends up doing the Pismo Beach disaster relief and gets more volunteers and boxes and donations and stuff than, like, I guess they've seen before. I just like when the moment her dad co- like kind of compares her to her mom. I thought that, that was, like, a, yeah. a sweet moment when she's, like, doing all of the volunteering yeah. stuff. And one of the volunteers is Travis, who's the boy that Ty likes from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And Cher, I think, has realized by now she was being unfair about the whole thing. Judging Ty. Yeah. Yeah. And Travis comes in and uh, he doesn't say outright, but he basically says he's, you know, in like Narcotics Anonymous or something. He's he's taken a 12 step program and how much better his skating is now that he's not smoking pot every day. Yeah. I was like, good for you, buddy. And and he's turning in his um, bonds. All his bonds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. the other drug. That's basically the last drug thing that we see Mm -hmm. um, in the movie. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. And I I kind of would, I'll I'll have always been interested in what led. Huh? And bonds. <laughs> no, I've always kind of been interested in what led Travis to do that. Because you, because for Travis, you never see that it's because he wants to get with Ty or he wants anything. I, I just wonder for his own sake. I think it's his skating. That's what he wanted well, to what, be better at. He, I don't know because, like, it almost seems like it was for Ty because in that moment when she becomes, like, super popular, mm-hmm. he tries to come over and talk to her. But, like, and she's, like, ew, you know, like, and all of a sudden he realizes, oh, hey, now she's popular or whatever, she's not going to date someone like me. That's when she says, don't the Lodis prefer that grassy knoll over there? Exactly. So that's kind of, thing. I think, what led to it, and then afterwards he's, like, oh, yeah, my skating's way better. I'm a better person without the drugs. Without the drugs. And then that kind of leads kind of to that skating It's actually really funny. I never actually thought about that, that her... Because she does say that to him, and then it's after that, Mm -hmm. that the Pismo Beach thing happens, and he turns in all of his stuff. But at the same time, Cher gives Ty a look, like, oh, I can't believe you just said that to him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's when she started realizing, oh, I've done way more damage than I thought. Exactly. That's when she's like, we've hit the deep end kind of thing. That's interesting. I've actually never kind of connected that. 
because she Cher is judgmental and at the same time she's not. Yeah. And and I think but she I realized think what she, her influence did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't think that she ever thought that Travis was like a bad person. A bad person. No. She just didn't want to date him. Right. right. Well, and that's what she says at the beginning. She says that the the Lodies, you know, show up to class every now and then, say something funny, and they all laugh, but no respectable girl dates them. But mm-hmm. she never, like, says anything about them like yeah. that. Just, you don't date them. <laughs> yeah. Travis also apologizes for the shoes, and Cher has no idea what he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> they're because, so last season. Because they're so last season. <laughs> well, she's probably bought, like, 20 new pairs of shoes since then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just like the, the, with the bong, she's like, kitchen supplies? And he's <laughs> like, that's where I kept him. Yeah. <laughs> so she does do all the volunteering, you know, for that kind of stuff. Um, the, her dad does call her out and say that it's stuff that her mom would do, and, you know, him mm-hmm. and, his, and her mom would be are proud of her and stuff. And this is the part where I wrote Amber is so extra with all of her her hairdos her hair. and stuff because I was like I've had it I don't like her style. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> actually one of the ones. This who, is too much. She's actually one of the ones who I think reprises her role as Amber in the show. Okay, I'm pretty sure. So after doing a bunch of that stuff, she's still uh, helping out her dad with the case with one of his lawsuits that he's working on, probably because she wants to spend time with Josh, mm-hmm. and Josh is also spending a lot of time on the case, because it's good work experience, but also probably to spend time with her. So during the scene where they're uh, helping out with the des- uh, depositions, Josh calls her Pippi Longstockings, <laughs> and she says he looks like Forrest Gump with his hat on, mm-hmm. and he takes his hat off, and she takes, takes down her, her braids. braids. Yes, I was like, and yes! It's, it's the cutest little moment ever, yeah. and mm-hmm. probably my favorite in the movie. I just really like that. Because they want to, they want to present to each other uh, what the other person likes and in like it's, a positive light. And it's the cutest. Right. Well, they're they're listening version yeah, of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It's just so cute. Yeah. yeah, but unfortunately, though, them playing footsie uh, messes up the deposition that they're doing with one of Mel's, one of Cher's dad's uh, other lawyer guys, who's supposed to be leading the uh, work they're doing that night, and so he just leaves instead after calling Cher a dumb kid because she screwed up all of the, uh, I guess the the case files. She she yeah, mixed she, them up or she split them like up. I think they were sorting the the stuff into dates, mm-hmm. and she put the wrong dates and, like, the wrong piles, yeah. and then, like, she separated them in kind of, like, her own way, even yeah. though, like, it's not necessarily the way that they needed it to be. Right. And, yeah, so. Right, well, and it's probably because no one actually, like, told her. No, she was just doing what her dad had told her in a previous scene. Yeah. She just kept doing that. So yeah, the yeah. guy never, like, corrected her to be like, oh, no, we're not doing that anymore. Do this instead. Yeah. So in way, he calls her... He called her a dumb kid, which Josh ends up sticking up for her, and then he just leaves them at that point, because he's just like, I'm not going to get killed because she made a dumb mistake, and mm-hmm. leaves. Yeah. But then he leaves them alone. He leaves Cher and Josh alone. And then they have a love confession! Yay! <laughs> it's so adorable. <laughs> which is great. It's one of my favorites, because he compliments her after, you know, kind of ragging on her almost all movie. <laughs> ragging on her, but he calls her smart and pretty and gorgeous and all this stuff. And we're all just like smiling. Stupidly like smiling at the TV. I know I was. I was like, (laughs) And then they kiss. Yay! Yay. Um, And then of course I I enjoy the transition of, and you can guess what happened next. And the next scene is a wedding. As if! This is California, not Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only 16. Um, Which, it's the two teachers, uh, Mr. Hall and Miss Geist. It's their wedding, which, again, that Cher and Dion helped set up at the beginning of the movie. So, uh, as Alicia said, that is one thing from her meddling that did pay off. They, you know, seem 
happy together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the whole ragtag team now attends their wedding, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. <laughs> so Ty and Travis are together at the Ty end and of Travis the wedding. Um, there's actually a skating event which Travis invites Cher to, and Ty's there as well. Mm-hmm. So that's when they make up. And they're a couple, and Ty is really nervous that Cher's not going to approve, but Cher totally does now. Yeah. She's learning the air of her ways. Oh, yeah. And they all end up together at the same table, being yeah. super cute at the end. I love yeah. it. Pla- planning their weddings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, as 16-year-old dudes, I'm surprised that they weren't, like, totally bugging. <laughs> well, I mean, they kind of were. They were like, what is this? Like, they've already got, well, like, I, I oh, liked. I liked Josh because he was the one that, like, cared the least. He's like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll marry her. Yeah. <laughs> he was totally for it. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, uh, they started a bet to see whose gonna girl catch- was going to catch the bouquet. Yeah. And Josh was like, go get that bouquet girl. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, it's in the bag. And she does. And she does. One of the, um, one of the girls in that scene to catch the bouquet is the director, is Amy. Oh, really? really? I cool. forget which one, but she's one of them. I think it's the one with the hat. I'm she's not gonna sure. offer Hitchcock that mess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, heck, if I was a director of a movie, I would do it too. I would be somewhere in the background. Yeah. Just for fun. And that's Clueless. And that's yeah. Clueless, my favorite movie. As we said earlier, it is a modern day Beverly Hills retelling of Jane Austen's Emma, which again, I had not seen until recently. Uh, the Gwyneth Paltrow version, and it straight up is. Uh, Cher is basically uh, Emma Woodhouse, the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow character, or in that movie, who enjoys to meddle in the affairs of others. It it is a movie that I enjoy, though, because Emma is, like, in her 20s, and for a a movie, or for a uh, material in that time period, you know, she's a spinster, essentially, having not dating or courting a guy, and she's, like, 21 She's rich, though, so she doesn't have to. And she mentions that, too. Mm-hmm. She says that somebody in her position, you know, of being wealthy, she doesn't need to, to date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so instead, she just meddles in the affairs of others. I do like how um, certain movies, like, you know, like in the 90s, early 2000s, how they did kind of were retellings of Shakespeare stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, mm-hmm. like 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. 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 Well, that's kind of fun, I think, just for, I don't know, ki- kids, children, school children to absorb that kind of material. You know, it's, it's that dumb thing where you, you have to put it in, in language and lingo that they're going to understand. Material that they're going to want to sit down and watch, you know? Um, yeah. And then you have the Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> where they have, like, the original, like, speak, uh-huh. Shakespearean mm-hmm. speak in, like, modern day, like, is mm-hmm. it New York? Or no, it's like California. California. It's a Calif- okay, California. California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it's like super hard to follow, and I'm like, <laughs> well, I love it though. That was oh. the um, the much ado about nothing. That was um, mm-hmm. modern, but they used the yes. The, oh, the, the Josh Whedon, the Josh Whedon, the Josh Whedon, Whedon one. one, black and white. Yeah. That's yeah. a great movie. It it's is a, a really good movie. good movie. But that's the one where they used. We saw the, that at the Anzion. We, we did. did. Yeah, they that filmed that in like eleven days, like a week and a half. Then, but it's all modern. But they used this the speech. So yes, which yeah. is, is just great. Oh, Amy Acker. Yes. God, I love her. <laughs> She's great. And Alexis Denisoff. Yes. Her amazing in that. But yeah, so Cher uh, is basically Emma. Um, again, the character of Elton in Emma is the one who makes passes at her and she completely is oblivious to it. He's a little... I, I don't know if he's... I can't tell if he's more of an asshole in <laughs> Emma or in Clueless, that character. <laughs> it's a tie. Right? They're assholes in different ways. <laughs> Um, no less annoying, though. He does, he does come back more, though, in Emma, mm-hmm. him and his, his new wife, uh, than Elton does, like you said, like Alicia said, Elton's pretty much is ignored for the rest of the movie, but unfortunately in Emma, he does continue to make appearances. Well, and his new wife is Amber. 
That's his, that's that character. Yeah, the character Amber ends up. Yeah, which him. we see at that um, ska band uh, yeah, thing, the, and yeah. where she calls Amber a Monet, yes. <laughs> so, which is yes. my one of my favorite lines. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> one of the other uh, differences, though, that I, I found between them is that in Emma, she doesn't give the the Thai character who, whose name is Harriet. She doesn't give her as much of a makeover. She mostly just kind of like invites her to all the social events, but she never like tries to make her change her hair or give her new clothes. She never uh, Emma never does that to Harriet. She just invites her places and kind of tells her this is who you need to be talking to. This is who you don't need to talk to because they're not cool, basically. Which, again, that being way earlier than the 90s, I guess, you know, it's probably harder to do a makeover on somebody. And then, of course, there is the age differences between uh, the characters. So, Cher and Josh are probably only, like, what, four Four years years apart, maybe? Mm -hmm. Because he's, like, just starting college. I think he's, like, probably 18. Right. 18, 19, maybe. And then she, Mm -hmm. like, just turned 16. So, they're probably, like, three to four years apart, maybe. (laughs) And Emma, um, Emma and Mr. Knightley... Who, who is the Josh character, they are 11 years apart? Ew. She's 21 and he's like 37 or something like that. That's right. It's like 16 years. They're like 16 years apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was, for me, because I don't fully, and personally, I don't fully enjoy big age gaps like that. Mm-hmm. So that kind of pulled me out of the movie a little bit when yeah. we watched Emma, but it was also super adorable, so I couldn't help it. It doesn't um, bother me at all. It's fine. No, I know. Yeah. Mr. I, Darcy and um, Elizabeth, same thing. She's much older than her. Yeah, I guess it was just a thing. Yeah. So I mean, one of my good friends is married to a guy who's ten years older than. No. Yeah. Her. So I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like it doesn't bother me. I mean, it's kind I of. No, it just it bothers me. I don't know why. Well, like, what am I old? Um, once you get to a certain age, it one doesn't of my really old matter. coworkers was the same way. Um, yeah. her, I think he was more than ten years older than her. Actually, he mm-hmm. might because he was like closer to like her dad's age. Yeah. I think, and they're married and have a kid and stuff, and they're yeah. happy. I mean, if they're happy, yeah. Who cares? So, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> so, that, so that's a big difference, which also is probably why that you know, again, it's not like you would make a nineteen. 19- 95 movie and have a 16 year old dating a 29 year old like that wouldn't happen right which i think is why they did keep the wedding in the end because emma and mr knightley get married at the end of emma Mm -hmm. but in the movie clueless they have the teachers get married Mm -hmm. so there's still a wedding but it's not between two children yeah Yeah. right because the characters that the teachers um yeah (laughs) mr hall and and miss geist their character counterparts and emma actually get married at the beginning of the movie they're already married um so and we kind of just go into the events after it and of course, Clueless is, is still uh, used in pop culture today. It's a big influence, I think, on a lot of things. People still do the whatever, the as if. It's actually referenced in uh, Scream, by the way. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> Scream? It really is. Yeah, uh, Jamie Kennedy says like uh, something like, oh, as if Alicia. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, I, I didn't know that um, the Iggy Azalea fancy video that you sing yeah. to your cat. Uh-huh. <laughs> sing, it, sing it to your cat. Oh, wait, I can't. I don't remember. I'm so milly. No, no, no. Is that? Her? Yes, that's what you and your husband <laughs> used to sing to your cat. She's so dirty. There's been so many different renditions yeah, of how we yeah. sing that song. Like, oh, she's so fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the music video for Fancy is straight up clueless. Like, the vis- they filmed it in the same high school, for one thing. They filmed the music video in the same high school that they um, filmed most of the movie in. Um, she's dressed up in the iconic yellow uh, schoolgirl thing. Uh, there's a girl who's essentially, she's Amber, although her hair is not as crazy, um, that shows up throughout it. 
uh, so there's a, a lot of um, visuals and costuming and things. Uh, one of the other girls wears the hat that Dion comes out in, the big... The white one? Yeah, the big Whoville-looking thing. Yeah. So... Um, so there's a lot of that. And just in general, I think it's, again, I truly do think it is one of those movies that is just a teen classic. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Clueless musical that I actually forgot happened. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember I wanted to see it. Dove Cameron. Um, Dove Cameron was in it. Dove Cameron was in it. It was it was on um, it was on Broadway or off-Broadway, um, somewhere up in New York. Uh, but clearly it was only for like two months. Is she the Descendants girl? Yes. She's the... Purple-haired one or the blue-haired blue. mm. Purple-haired one. Pur- she's the purple-haired one. She's like Maleficent's daughter, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's the purple-haired one. I always think she looks like um, Tandy Bowen from Cloak and Dagger, but it's not her. Oh, kinda. Yeah, they, they look similar, but they, it's not They have, like, round, little round faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so Dove Cameron, um, which I can't see... I haven't seen her... I've seen her in something, but not a lot. I can't really see her as Cher, but... Yeah, I've seen her in marketing for Descendants. <laughs> same. Yeah. I haven't seen... I have no idea who she is other than that. same. Oh. They're... they're Developing a remake? And then Paramount, yeah, um, Studios has oh, announced no. that they're developing a remake. But no. I, I feel like in these this day and age, that keeps getting announced, and then it never ends up actually being a remake. It ends up being, like, a retelling, mm-hmm. or, like, a spinoff, or... Yeah. I never feel like they're true remakes. I just couldn't see it passing I, today the mm-hmm. way it did back yes, then. I completely I agree. think it would be completely... I don't like ripped apart. I don't think it would work. I, I don't. Mean, I don't think it would just, work either. Just the basics stuff that we've discussed, as far as like the drug use and the gay character and the age difference and mm-hmm. you know things like that. I just feel like if you had it now, I mean, you'd have to make it for like a TV movie or yeah. something. I don't think it's something you could just like release to theaters. And if you did, it would be one of those movies that would be campy as hell, but not in a good way. Well, I feel like yeah. it'd be better suited to set this in college now. Yeah. Yeah, it probably would. Well, and it could still work in college because all she's doing is trying to raise her grades. I mm-hmm. mean, ultimately, right. you know, the beginning, which you can totally do in a college setting. So I could see that if they wanted to do it it's that like you way. You do that more in a college setting than you can in a high school setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the college teachers are sleep- just as sleep deprived as you are. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> it's just easier. Although, I mean, it's it's way more accepted now for at least for medicinal purposes for pot to mm-hmm. for people to have mm-hmm. it. So maybe it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I agree. If they were going to redo it, I'd be fine with it. I mm-hmm. I never have an issue with remakes. I really don't. Right. Um, so if they did it, I think it'd be awesome, but they would have to They would have to change some things, and I think setting would have to be a, a big part of it, for it to work, anyway. Um, Unless they just do a shot-for-shot remake. Just they could. Ha- bring all the actors back, as they are yeah. now, 50-year-olds yeah. playing 16-year-olds. I would watch that. Paul Rudd turned 50 this year. See... Happy birthday! See how much they uh, remember their lines. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give them a script. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Just let them go. I'd be down with that. They, they probably get asked to do it, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think even Alicia Silverstone, last year for Halloween, I think it was, she wore Was she the... sure? Yeah. Well, wasn't it, wasn't it Chrissy Teigen who posted a photo of her with her and she's wearing the outfit? Oh, I don't I think. Know. I saw it somewhere on Twitter. That's cool. Um... And then, of course, Lupita Nyong'o was um, Dion, which yes! was amazing. Oh my god, she looks so good. Her costume was awesome. She had a flip phone. Yes. <laughs> All nice. A brick, a brick flip phone. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, she had the hat, too. Oh, nice. And everything. Yeah, that was really cool. And I don't, I don't really have a lot to say about the music other than that it was very 90s music. <laughs> and, of course, again, it opens with Kids in America, which is probably, like, my favorite song ever. Well, the ska band who played at that... Uh, I, don't, I know what a ska band is. You keep saying that. It's that type of, like, trumpety rock music. It's, like, grungy jazz music. That sounds 
good. It's the worst. It's no. not bad. It's, it's actually great. not that bad. God, Kelly. No, it's awful. Well, the band who was playing was the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, which I approve of. That's not, like an acapella group not name. Boston's Boss Tones. Boss Tones. Nice. Yeah, and so they played, I think, like two or three of their actual songs in there. Where did you I go? think the only time yes. Sean tuned into that go? movie was during that scene. during the ska band scene, and he Spotified it or he uh, he shazammed it. it. <laughs> I was like, just go. I would have listened to this later. <laughs> Did it? Is it good? Have you heard it? I, I don't know. Whatever. I like Real Big Fish. I like ska music. It's fine. I, 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 don't, I don't mind ska. I like I'm jazzy. intrigued by it. Yeah, ska music. It's just emo Kelly who doesn't like it. I don't want to give it a no. try. No, not a fan. Oh, My music good. doesn't need uh, stupid trombones and shit. <laughs> oh, that sounds interesting, No, though. it's good. No. That I'm, actually reminds me of a... Of a Kind of a band that I'm listening to now, but I'll... okay, and that's pretty much it as far as my favorite movie. This has been Clueless, and now we're gonna move on to the current events section for movies. Ashley has already said that she and I watched Emma this past week. Uh, I've seen it a thousand times. I own every Jane Austen adaptation known to man, and we're gonna watch them all. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say now that I've seen that one, I won't again. Uh, as I mentioned, it's just the Gwyneth Paltrow one, which is good. Now I want to see all the others. Yeah, and Kelly has never seen any of them, right? Nope. Yeah. And I've only seen Same. Pride and Not Prejudice. Not even the Colin Firth? The miniseries? The miniseries? That's a six-hour no, miniseries. Why would you have seen that? It's, it's amazing. beautiful. <laughs> well, then, hey, guess what? Maybe we should watch and that. And the Knightley one's okay, too. That one's amazing, but if you've never seen the miniseries, the way that Colin Firth, the way Mr. Darcy looks at Elizabeth when she's helping his sister on the piano, like, saving her social graces... I have never seen a person look like another person, uh, another person like that in my life. It is the most like so beautiful gosh, love. Because you're not looking when they do. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. It's so pretty. But it's, it's the amazing. Same way, like you know, Flynn looks at Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Yeah. Shut the I'm fuck up. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree Thank with you. you. <laughs> no, no, you are not gonna equate animated characters with great actors. Easily. No. Easily. No. <laughs> no. That's almost more impressive because they had to animate that shit. You had to animate that emotion. You're in. Valid. But You're maybe dang, so <laughs> maybe we'll have a Jane Austen review one of these days. Yes, please. It'll be I, so good. I yes, could please. watch that. I could definitely watch that. <laughs> and we can force Kelly to watch that. Right, right. I don't think she's opposed. No, I'm okay with it. She no, does. you'd like it. It's good. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're good. They're like she said, the mini series, it's a mini series, mm-hmm. so it's long, but it's so good. It's mm-hmm. excellent. And okay. then of course, I mean I guess we can always watch the Kira Knightley one and easier I, do it. I love that one too. I know. Most I like the Kira Knightley one. I, I do like that's Keira Knightley, so let's do it. Mm-hmm. That one's good. I that's typically the only watch one that, I've seen. That one's the one though with the iconic hand thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well I typically watch that one iconic the Kira Knightley one thing? when he helps her into the carriage and then he flexes his hand because they made contact. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's really sexy. I yeah. typically watch the fucking Kira Knightley one and then watch the miniseries. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I've said it now. Okay, okay. I finally got my sentence out. Do you want to say it better without yelling? No. <laughs> no, my anger fuels me. <laughs> it does. No, I feel better now. We're good. Okay, good. Uh, the Oscars happened. We haven't seen any other movies, but uh, it's been a long week. But the Oscars happened. None of us watched it. Had, <laughs> had every intention to watch it, just forgot to set it to record and then we were doing something yeah my personal favorite movie of last year was annihilation which wasn't up for the big movie that was my favorite that wasn't for anything was it i don't i don't maybe some technical thing Mm -hmm. but in my opinion black Klansman was the best movie and i wish it would have won but i didn't see most of those other top contenders because i don't watch those kind of movies i don't give a shit about dramas typically okay i I don't really follow any of that so i don't really know what was 
nominated, really, mm-hmm. but... That's what I would have wanted. I, probably, I feel like I never even see the, most of the movies that mm-hmm. are at the, like, nominated. But, but Spider-Man Into the, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse yeah. won. Yes. And that movie is awesome, but I think that movie should have been up for best movie as well, not just best animated, because mm-hmm. that probably but, you know, was the best movie the last animation year. animation is really good. So Amazing. if if it, if it well, were to get picked, I'm glad it was that. That's the thing, though, is that they don't put animated movies in the best movie category. No. They should. No, yeah, I agree with you. I do want to do a shout-out, because Rami Malek won. He did he win did. Promoting Your Rhapsody. And I was so happy for him. Which was beautiful. Because he's adorable. Yeah. That's no. a fun movie. I really like that movie. I love mm-hmm. that no, movie all of, so much. All of the, um, the, the main actor winners, um, Herschel Ali for supporting Rami Malek for Best Actor, Olivia Colman, and then Regina King. I mean, that's that's a pretty diverse um, group of winners, which you don't normally see, especially at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So that alone, I thought, was pretty impressive. Um, although, like Alicia they're said... Learning. They're learning. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> they're finally getting people into the Academy. That, That's what it is. That Yeah. A more There's more diverse people than just old white dudes who watch those mm-hmm. stupid dramas. That's why they always win. That we don't like. I think I, think I actually did see the, the updated hashtag where it was like, uh, Oscar's not so white anymore, so like that. <laughs> yeah, I think they fixed nice. it. They changed it this year. I Good. think so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, film is meant to be diverse. Mm-hmm. Like, just in, in the way it's made, in the taste, the audience's taste. I mean, so you can't, you can't have the same clone of a hundred people judging movies because they're all gonna judge them the same, which mm-hmm. isn't fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's why we were lucky enough to have the nominations that we had this year. Um, and then the winners. I mean, Black yeah. Panther won three awards for... Oh, um, it's so good. Yeah, they won all um, clothing design and, and stuff, which was totally deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the look of that movie is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so love they, it. So so while I have not... Well, I have not seen Green Book, so I cannot judge whether or not it deserved to win or, or not. I understand both there sides. Of, it's, it's the one that Mahershala Ali won supporting for. It's him and Viggo Mortensen. Okay. Right mm-hmm. Um, haven't seen it, so I can't say here nor there about it, but just in general, the nominations and all of the categories, mm-hmm. I thought, were really... Yeah. It, it's nice to see a step in this direction. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's all the opinions we have about the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for TV, so Kelly has now finished Umbrella Academy. Yay! Heather is the lone holdout. So we still can't talk about it. Sorry. We all still recommend it. Kelly, you recommend it? Hell yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. So still, so what I've seen. Watch sure, it. Sure, yeah, I recommend so, it. So still from a, because um, I think I'd asked this like last time or, or maybe the two episodes ago, from like a comic book standpoint, still. Yes. I know it's wildly different, but still. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, well, I just, I have to wonder if it's like, um, to get a little off topic, for me, for How's Moving Castle. Mm-hmm. Studio Ghibli animated film based on a book. Wildly different from the book. Mm -hmm. The book and that movie are not similar. I love them both for completely different reasons. Um, So I wondered if that's how you felt about these comics is because from what I hear, they're different. They're different. Well, I mean, I like that the TV show did take certain liberties with it Mm -hmm. because, you know, comic books, you get what you get. Right. So, like, I like how with with the TV show, you could actually expand the story, the characters more than you would in a comic. More than just an issue. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Because, like, you know, uh, we got, like, you know, certain, like, backstories yeah. that were, like, established. We got... For Klaus in particular. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You got a more diverse cast, too, from oh, what I understand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, yes. is that they're not that diverse in the comics. Mm-hmm. No. Not either. Either. So, yeah. So they modernized it. Yeah, exactly. So... 
Okay. Yeah, so. Cool, yeah. I, I'm vaguely interested in reading the comics, because I liked the show, but I'm afraid to I have cross the streams, so. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it. The other thing that Ashley and I were talking about this week is we started watching Kingdom on Netflix, and it's a medieval Korean zombie vampire plague drama, and it's totally awesome. <laughs> it gave me nightmares. Woo! Oh my god. Everything gives Ashley nightmares. Everything gives Ashley nightmares. <laughs> Watch two episodes. It was great. I love it. I would recommend it. it gave me nightmares. Yeah, and uh, Duna Bay is in it. She's from Cloud Alice and Sensate, and mm-hmm. she's a fantastic actress. She's great. I'm so happy she's in something else now. And I think she has another movie or show on Netflix as well, so I don't know if she has a contract with Netflix or what, but hey, Sensate was on Netflix if too. If treating yeah. her well, then hey. Yeah, keep giving her work. She's a great actress. Well, they're bringing, I mean, she's probably done a lot of work overseas, so bringing her into mm-hmm. an American market, this is the way to do it, hey. Yeah, yeah, but it, uh, so it's subtitled. But they're speaking Korean. And it's really interesting because we kept expecting certain things to happen because we've seen every zombie movie under the sun. But Mm -hmm. they handled a lot of the different trope situations differently than American movies and shows would have. Which I really liked, because it surprised us. Right. Well, and just um, in this slightly spoilery, but just the fact of the zombie lore is different than other zombie lore. Because they're zombies, but they're only active at night. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. So Vampire zombies. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, that's, exactly. That's what it is, because, you know, they trap them in this place, and other characters show up, find the bodies, and just assume they're dead bodies. Mm. So they let, they bring them all out, basically. So that's to, your first mistake. So, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's so funny, because even us as the audience, we're like, well, did they bash them all in the head? And then they, are they all dead? And we're like, well, no, that wouldn't make sense, because why is the fortress still locked up mm-hmm. if they if they had taken care, if they took care of them? Right. It's a very show-don't-tell kind of show. Yeah. Like, they don't just exposition us to death. Yeah. They do it, and then a couple scenes later, we start figuring out, oh, shit, they've just brought all these apparently dead bodies into the town mm-hmm. that oh, the main characters no. are trying to get to and nobody's listening to them that these things are going to pop up in mm-hmm. about 10 minutes when the sun goes oh, down. It's yeah. really gotcha. interesting. Huh. And there's like a 12 step uh, process to how this outbreak happens. Yeah, okay. That's really cool. And yeah. the opening, if you really pay attention, kind of explains how it starts. Gotcha. It starts the king of uh, of Korea, he comes down with smallpox, and they think oh. it's just smallpox, but it might not have been. Mm-hmm. Something else happens, and we won't give it away, but it starts with the king, mm. and just devolves from there with people being careless, and <laughs> yeah. Vaccinate your kids. <laughs> Vaccinate your kids. <laughs> that just seemed like a good segue for that. Yes. Vaccinate your kids. Sure, Vaccinate sure. your kids. Don't let them turn into zombies. <laughs> Because they will. Because they will. And then they'll turn everyone else into zombies. And we don't And like it that. will be your fault. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but, but otherwise, Kingdom, again, it's six episodes, yeah. um, which is great. Alicia and I love, love things that are short. That's perfect um, amount. 45-ish minutes an episode. Yep. So we've watched the first, as of now, um, of this recording, we've watched the first two. So we'll probably finish it this week. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's good so far. I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to fix it. And end it because right now I are they going to? I can't see how they're going to because and, it's and we're just, only two episodes in. <laughs> it's just getting exponentially worse every yeah. time some other character gets involved. Well, gotcha. and it's, it's set in medieval time. I mean, so it's like, how do you quarantine something like that without modern? You burn the town down. Exactly. That's, burn it down. that's all you do. So I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do to solve it. And there is a there's a conspiracy subplot going on too, so that's not just the horror angle. So the crown prince is 
kind of actively trying to take over because the king is about is dying or dead and the king's married to this younger woman who's pregnant who's a month away from giving birth to potentially another crown prince mm-hmm. and the acting crown prince is the son of a concubine so if she has a son he's, he's getting booted there. they're yeah. going to chop his head off yeah so he's trying to figure out what happened to his dad cuz he does care about him but also he wants to secure the future of the nation well and that's why he's trying to expose that his father is dead dead but he's not so that's how they're getting right. away with it right so, right yeah it's, he, it's interesting he's technically not at night when he's thrashing mm-hmm. around but you know in, in his bed they, in his zombie bed chained to <laughs> so we probably gave way too much away already but it's definitely worth watching if you we ha- like we, zombies we haven't given away the ending that's just because oh my gosh <laughs> we can't yet so no <laughs> you guys are lucky but the freaking <laughs> ending of episode two is like oh, what the yeah. what the fuck where are they going from here yep it was so good any other TV this week? No. no. Okay. So game wise, uh, I'm still playing Talos Principle. I've gotten to there's three worlds A, B, C. I've gotten to world B, and I opened up kind of the other uh, hangers for the other worlds. And world B is like Egypt themed, so everything's like tombs and sand and shit. Is that it, the one I watched you play. Y- I don't like y- sand. Yeah. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. It's rough. It's coarse. Of course, and it, it gets, gets everywhere. everywhere. There we go. Sorry, sorry, my prequel uh, <laughs> quote knowledge got baffled there for a minute. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. It's fun. There's some new tricks that they introduced in this uh, second world, so, yeah, it's, it's good. I like puzzle games. But uh, Kelly and I spent five hours today playing A Way Out, finally. <sighs> Fucking finally. We've been trying to play this forever. And I'm so excited. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's a multiplayer game that you have to play with two people. You cannot play this by yourself, which is kind of cool. I, I don't know. I like that. Yeah. Collaboration. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get some friends <laughs> yeah. and play it with your friends. Group dynamics. But you play as two convicts, Vincent and Leo, and you meet in jail, and you have to break out of jail. You're both after the same guy who uh, got you convicted. Wronged you. Exactly. Revenge Rampage. Revenge. Oh, so Kelly and I are all in. All for it. And eventually you, you as the characters, you break out of jail after some really interesting mechanics. Yeah. Uh, I like all the different kind of ways they have you work together. Oh, yeah. Hmm. It's, yeah. It's cool. There's some stealth. There's uh, some button mashing going on. <laughs> <laughs> you have to acquire items. And it's a little hitman-y in areas. Yeah. Um, not as open. A little more restricted than that. Mm-hmm. But you have to collect certain things to distract guards and all that, so it's pretty cool. For it being a co-op, it being restricted is probably a better thing, right? Yeah, you can't fuck around with your partner as much, which is good. Um, Friendly fire? We don't have guns yet. Mm -mm. Is that... Because I must say, you have to be careful with Kelly. Yeah, well... (laughs) (laughs) A warning. We we have guns in the in the cinematics and I actually took the gun from her. Listen, if you're in my the way, scene, that's your fault. Yeah, okay, you have to just be very careful with Kelly and, and, and co-op gun games. That's my fucking way of my gun. Where we, where we stopped today, the choice was let Leo, the more uh, off the rails one, have the gun and go that, and gun that blazing. Was my oh, that was you, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm playing Vincent, the more reasonable, older of course, of course. man, and I just say, give me that gun and I take it and we're gonna go in chill. So that pretty much explains Kelly and I. Mm-hmm. I was saying, no, so video games, Kira and Mori is pretty much where we... Essentially. Those yeah. are our D&D characters, and that's entirely correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Do you have a hard copy of this, or is it online? 
I have a hard copy of it, nice. so you can borrow it when we're done. Yay! <laughs> and, and you'll be the author this of is one. The Sean will be the, <laughs> the Actually, no. He likes to go in guns blazing and really? in video games. Oh yeah, me I'll just too. Shoot him everything. I'm like, stop it. No. Watching him play. That's so surprising for Sean. <laughs> He's a boy, that's why. Yeah, he's yeah, a boy. Yeah, but he's Sean. <laughs> Have you met him? Like, the most calm, gentle person ever. Right? Yeah. Like, you would forget it's he's the there. It's the quiet ones you gotta like He just, like, for. likes to do everything really fast. Okay, mm. so... Get in, get out. Get in, get out. Quickest way. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. I like looking at every inch of every, yeah, like, paint scrape on the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Finding all the secrets. I don't know, uh, stealth just makes me uncomfortable. Stealth that gives me anxiety. I'd rather just let them find me and just kill them all. Like, that's well, it. Again, get in, get out. Yeah, exactly. Get it we, we did good teamwork, though. We it did. wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And it's, the, it's limited stealth. It's not, oh, yeah, like, yeah. It's not like, a whole section. Yeah. And just, you know, shimmying up that wall. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Yeah. Me during Spider-Man, it's just, I'm just stealthy, stealthy, stealthy. Stop, 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 stop. I just, like, stay, I just say it when I'm playing. I'm, like, stealthy, stealthy, stealthy. Until you run out of people and you have to start a new wave. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you st- yeah, you stealth everyone in the first wave, and all of a sudden it's wave two, and you can't be, st- they're, like, they see you all of a sudden, and I'm, like, yeah. fuck you. You made your presence known. <laughs> yep. You were uh, too good at your job. Yeah, I was, seriously. Uh, uh, for music section, uh, Ashley <laughs> decided to ruin my life on Friday. I it was a total accident. It was not my intention. It just sort of happened. Liar. <laughs> no, I. She okay. is a liar. No. She like, did it on purpose. I okay. She sent it to me too, by the way. I did. I already told her you did not give me the reaction that I wanted. Nope. So I just devoted all my time and attention to her. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I didn't think you'd care. So we're talking. This was my time. I, I was gonna say. I, thinking about it now. I was never a fan of the Jonas Brothers. They were after my time. They weren't my thing. I understood where they came from. I understood the boy band hype, the Camp Rock thing, which apparently is like the only thing they ever did on Disney was Camp Rock. Yes. So they were never... No, no, no. They had their own show. Really? It was called the Jonas Brothers. Did they? I looked it up and I didn't see it. Yep. It had a few seasons. It had a... Really? It had Chelsea blah, blah, blah from... (laughs) She was in something prior to that and that's kind of where I knew her from. But yeah, I watched that show. So, yeah, so they... No idea. They amicably broke up, you know, what, nine years ago or something mm-hmm. I mean, like they that? are brothers, so... Well, and that As was... As a musical band. Yeah. Well, yes. that was the thing that they said. They were, like, the the fame and being, you know, band members was, like, tearing apart their family relationship, mm-hmm. basically. So they yeah. were, like, we're not gonna be... And, you know, I'm sure... Yeah. I'm sure Disney probably does that well, to you, too. and also... Kevin got married. Right. Which is kind of, I think, the main reason why they, you well, know, and you couldn't be in a band. And, and they probably did it at a good time, honestly. Yeah. No, they were getting old. Yeah. Older. So they, yeah, so Kevin... Kevin was 21, okay? <laughs> That's why I said getting <laughs> older. <laughs> older. So he, yeah, he went off and got married, and him and his wife, Danielle, actually had a, a um, reality TV show. For, yeah, for, for a like, yeah. slight, slight bit. Yeah, there. I don't think yeah. it went on very long. So they have come back. The Jonas Brothers are back. Yay! And with a vengeance. Yay! So it, good! It was released on Tuesday, or not Tuesday, right, Thursday. It was on Thursday to tune in at midnight Eastern time, which, fuck that noise. I didn't stay up for that. Fuck that noise. <laughs> but in my Tumblr inbox at 6, 6 in the morning. On Friday. <laughs> I get a video called Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. I'm like, why are you sending me this? No, and I sent it to you. I sent it to you when I got up at like, yeah, so six o'clock. You hadn't responded yet. I was I, getting ready for work. I was getting ready for work and you hadn't responded yet. I almost texted you. I was gonna be like, did you look at what I sent you? You did text me. Okay, good. I couldn't remember if I actually did. <laughs> no, no, you did. And then I said, okay, fine. And I put my hairbrush down and I washed it. And then I 
proceeded to curse you out because I was so angry because the video is amazing. It is so good. And my number one girl crush (laughs) in the world, Priyanka Chopra, is Nick Jonas's fucking wife. Yeah. Baby Jonas. Oh my god. They're so good. So, okay, so I think that's what the obsession with this music video is from. It's so... The wives. It's so good. All three of the wives are... Well, Sophie Turner. Significant Um, others. Yasa Stark. Yeah. So it's great. um, Danielle, who's Kevin's wife, is in it. Um, they're the, you know, he's the eldest. Joe Jonas, who's the middle um, brother, and he actually was in that band DNCE. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's what he went off and did. Mm-hmm. So um, he's in like another band. Right. So I don't know what's going to happen. Could never like that. solo career. He, he didn't. But I mean, I like how Nick was just like, Nick did. I'm here. He, yeah, solo. Well, well, that's what's fun for me about the, the sucker um, song and the mm-hmm. video is that he's essentially like the lead. <laughs> well, he always kind of was. Really? It was, I don't know. Well, it was. I think in the beginning it started out as Joe was kind of like the lead singer. Wanted Joe. Well, and also because he didn't. I don't think he really plays any instruments. Nick. Mm. Joe. He like he would do the like the tambourine stuff. He was <laughs> he was that brother. So I think he did most of the lead singing because he. I don't think he really did any contributed an instruments. Else. So that's kind of what he did. And then like Nick kind of came in. I think he had like a. I kind of I like his voice better. Mm-hmm. It's higher. Yeah. But I mean he it was fine. But well now he's married. Maybe his voice will deepen. Because <laughs> that's how that that's works. How works. <laughs> he's married to a real woman. Um, but yeah. yeah. So that's what I think is super fun about the video itself is it has um, Daniel Jonas married to, to Kevin. It has Sophie Turner uh, from Game of Thrones, Sansa Stark, who is engaged to Joe, and then Nick Jonas, the little baby one, who recently just got married to Priyanka Chopra. So all three of them are in it. And, you know, the video is basically how the three of them are suckers for their significant yeah, others. Yeah, it's so cute. And they all look like they're having the best time. Yes. That, I bet that was, like, the funnest Right? I want to be video. at that party. I do, too. Yes, that oh. tea party. Yes. I, I want to sit in those bathtubs yeah. and just dump champagne on myself. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I like how she dumps it and she spits it, it out. out. It was so cute. Sophie Turner, it was yeah. so cute. She's, and I was telling Alicia about this, I feel like she was portrayed to be, like, the most extra she, in that no, video. she was. And I'm like, I wonder if that's on purpose. Like, is, is, is she extra in real life? I don't... I hope so. Right? I you, know. Yeah, you... I wonder... I feel like she was more so the... I wouldn't say star of it, but I feel like she got the most airtime, hmm. almost well, of all of them. She's but probably the most well-known. Pro- that, and that right. might be why. Right. So, yeah. So it was a good way to, to do that. So I, I'm, I'm just going to say, I'll be super... I want to hear the other songs, because I think it's going to be an album. And I'm going to be really disappointed, because I know none of them are going to be as good as them having their significant others in it. Oh, and I looked it up. The show was called Jonas. Just oh. Jonas. Just Jonas. <laughs> it's not called but... Just Jonas. It's called Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear. Uh, yeah. And um, it was the three of them, and it wasn't, I guess, portraying... They weren't the... Like, they're real Jonas brother. They were characters. Yeah, they were, like, characters, but they were still, like, in a band kind of thing. Oh, okay. So, but, yeah, it was, like, huh. that kind of... That Disney kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. That they do? Yeah, I haven't determined yet if, if this new wave of slight obsession, I'm going to go back in, into any of that or not. I don't know yet. No. Because I, I love who they are now. Yeah, so. no. I know. Before concert, the wives, concert, they were nothing. Concert, That's what concert. She said. <laughs> Kelly, co- not no. going to the concert. No, thank you. Yeah. I would go. Yeah, I would go. <laughs> I would go. Nostalgia! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> just for the hope that Priyanka Chopra comes on stage. <laughs> oh my god, or that they just have the, just pictures of the wives up on the screen as they sing. That would as be They, they probably would I'd if when they that. sing that, because they're probably yeah. for sure would sing that yeah. song at a concert. Also, I want to visit that castle and have an Alice in Wonderland tea party, like, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. But yeah, so that's, that's been the obsession in music this last what three days? We finally we listen to music every, along with everyone else on the internet. Yeah, obsessing it, people my age, obsessing about it's the so Jones Brothers getting back together. <laughs> well, just the sheer announcement mm-hmm. with the um, Gordon, Gord, yeah, Gordon. No, I want to say Gordon, I want to say Gordon Ramsay, James Corden, James, James Corden. Corden. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he ha- he did the carpool pickup karaoke, karaoke thing, mm-hmm. and he picked up all the brothers. Yeah. <laughs> And that's kind of how they announced that we're back. Well, they're they're doing a thing, too, I think, like, all this week. Aren't they going to be on it, like, all week? I just saw that clip, and I was like... And then I didn't look at it. I think they're getting a lot of... They're riding the publicity train up, sucker, Mm -hmm. right now. Oh, yeah. They're going to be on all kinds of late-night things, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Well, I went from zero to a thousand on them, which (laughs) is typical of me. You are so welcome. (laughs) And it's all Ashley's fault. I am so proud. God. (laughs) Yes, and then I did send it to Kelly, and she didn't give me the reaction I wanted, so... I gave you double the reaction. You did. I like the video. I just don't like the song. Yeah, that's valid. I can't help you. We should screen cap our conversation. Because it's fucking gold. It's hilarious. I was looking back at it yesterday, and I'm just like, we're funny sometimes. <laughs> just, it's so pretty to watch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, books. Kelly. Hey. You're reading something new. I am reading something new. I am reading Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass. Hey, that rhymes. Uh. Uh, Ashley actually suggested it to me because I finished my Supernatural book and I was like, hey, Vampire Academy or Throne of Glass? She said Vampire Academy. I said, okay. See, and you wonder why I'm just always surprised that I can't talk Kelly into things because she just doesn't does the do what I want. <laughs> does so the you have to use reverse psychology I've and tried, say the other thing. I've tried that, but I feel like she subconsciously she knows. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I read an expert, ex- excerpt, excerpt of Vampire Academy, which was, it was good, it was interesting. Then I read a, an excerpt, 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 damn it, I hate that word. That's the word of the day. Word of the day. Of Throne of Glass. Make sure and you use it at least once. Yes. Hopefully not sporadically. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clueless joke. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it around. And I like Throne of Glass more. Better. Now, the only reason I suggested um, Vampire Academy because I it's an easier read. Oh yeah, for sure. Then and then um, Throne of Glass because mm-hmm. just Throne of Glass takes place in a fantasy world, so there's a lot of made up words, made up terms. So kind of for me, reading those things, you have to like reprogram your brain mm-hmm. to interpret what that stuff yeah. is. Vampire Academy takes place in like modern U.S. It's here. So, I figured to keep your attention, Kelly, I thought Vampire Academy was the safer route, and there's less books, which also would have held your attention. That's why I suggested it. That is true. And also, I did actually text you, how do you say their names? (laughs) No, yeah, the Throne of Glass is great. I've only ever read that word. Uh, Throne of Glass is great. I I actually just finished um, the final book in that series last month. Uh, Well, in January. I um, finished the last two of that series, which was good. There's six or seven books Mm -hmm. for that one, and they're big. They're big books. Honestly, like with Vampire Academy, the reason why it kind of like took me out of it was the high school thing. Yeah. Because I texted you about that. I was like, eh. But they don't spend time in school. Like, there's so much, especially especially once you get to the third one. I remember they get an education. 
You're vampires. You don't <laughs> well, need education but that's anymore. That's actually funny. Well, that's what do world experiences. That's what Rose says. Rose doesn't want to go to college because she <laughs> says there's no point. Yeah. She's going to be a guardian, so mm-hmm. she like is like, "This is stupid. I don't want a degree." But then Spoiler. the guy, I think, ends up telling her it's a good thing to fall back on or something like that. So I mean, I'll read it. I'm gonna like bring like 50 books on the flights to Japan. Fair. So like, I'm gonna get to it. I'm just happy. Really, you're gonna carry 50 books? Yes. I have a Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> Those I'm, aren't books. <laughs> I'm just happy that you're reading any of uh, uh, either one. So yes, that's all fine. I like them both. I yes. can talk to you about either one of them. I just I like them both. I just want to say, Rose and Dimitri forever, mm-hmm. and then we'll end it at that. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love their relationship so much. So for cosplay, we're planning to do a Disney bound of Ariel and her six sisters. Adela, for for an outing to Disney. We're going to make our shirts. We're picking what? White tank tops? White, white, whatever. whatever shirt you want. Okay. Because I don't, I don't like tank tops, so. White shirts, and Ashley found these really cool seashell stencils that we can use to paint on mm. seashells. Yeah, since each um, of the sisters, Ariel included, so there'll be seven of us, um, have different color, you know, fins and um, shell Bras. bras. Mm-hmm. So essentially, just buy a bra, right? And just wear the bra. You can for it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know us, who let you into the party. Uh, they probably won't. I feel like us, um, uh, well endowed, well endowed women with the with the double double letters uh, should not just wear a bra. Three out of four of us at this table. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so we'll we have the stencils, so we'll each be able to paint our own colored shell uh, bra onto our white shirts, and then we'll get shorts. Uh, to kind of emulate the uh, tail colors of the sisters, so it's it's really exciting actually. I, I'm it's one we've kind of talked about for a while. Yeah, kind of thought about how how it would work out, and it just never time wise worked out to go do it. So it's kind of exciting. We're gonna hopefully be doing that um, soon. Well, we usually Disney bound when we're doing Dapper Day, which we'll also be doing. In, I don't know, in April, right? There's one the in April. The 27th. It's the weekend after. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. we haven't decided what we're doing yet, but this is going to be just kind of a, a whatever day it ends up working out on. So mm-hmm. yeah, A day to fun. go to the park because it is hot as hell. So shorts and tank tops or t-shirts. <laughs> yes. Yes. It will be awful, but fun. T-shirts for Attention. Validation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Cast member validation. Yeah, That's they, all we care about. They, they yes. eat that shit up. They love it. Sure. It's so great. On the travel front, I was able to find these fleece-lined jeans on Clarence at Old Navy, and I'm really excited about them, because I, okay, me of everybody, I get hot all the time. All the time. The fan could be on me, and I'll be dying. So, now that I don't have to necessarily wear too many layers of pants, I can just wear my pants with my built-in fleece, I'm very excited. Because in Japan, it's gonna be, like, 60s during the day, 40s at night, so, (laughs) Yeah. Good yeah, I want to be warm, but not too warm. Not too warm yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to be probably crowded most places we're going to be going, so... Body know, heat. Body heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Unfortunately, though, we were trying to book this Studio Ghibli Museum, and it's <laughs> impossible to get tickets unless you get in this five-minute window that they're available on, or go through a tour company, but our tour company didn't have any more spots left, so... Some we lost it. So we're super sad, but we're going to try to do some alternatives... Go to some local Studio Ghibli shops that sell the official merch and, you know, do some other fun stuff. Yeah. Literally, you have to just Google, what can I do if I don't get into the Ghibli? 
Studio Ghibli Museum, and that's what we did. Cry in a corner. Yeah, yeah. cry in a corner. Step one, cry in a corner. Mm-hmm. Fetal position. Yeah. Step two, here's the other things you can do. Right. But we are going to Disneyland at Disney Sea. Woo! Uh, that's going to be awesome. And uh, a couple of us are going to go to Universal and Osaka as well once we go over there. And I and I will just I just want to point out because any chance I get to brag about it, and I want to brag about it. Once I go to these. At, this is Ashley. Oh my when, god! Once I go to oh these uh, two Jeez. Disney parks, I will have been to all of them. Oh. Oh. Ha, ha, ha. Man, man, man. Hong Kong and Shanghai included. Yeah, whatever. So just Ugh. once I've been to these, that's get it. out. Just saying, get out. We don't, we don't care. We we're just gonna like lose your ticket <laughs> so that you can't go. I'm the one buying them. Yeah, so leave, leave her behind at the gate. <laughs> <laughs> you can live there then. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, you could just stay here. <laughs> you could just stay here. <laughs> if you like it so much. Maybe I will. Oh my gosh. We have a lot of really cool rides. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anything else we want to say before we sign off? Um, so next week is actually going to be... The Marvel. The Marvel MCU Marathon Ranking. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do our Captain Marvel review, and we'll rank that as well with the Where previous falls. list. Mm-hmm. And then the week, the two weeks after that, we'll be getting back to regular programming, and we'll have the Devil Wears Prada and the Crow. <gasps> Yay! Yay! So it should be pretty cool. I My think you guys will like it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was ready. I think you. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, ranting about just the Marvel universe in general. That's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really stupid. It'll be good. <laughs> Our socials and streaming, you can email us at ICouldWatchThat at gmail.com. On Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr is I Could Watch That. Twitter is just I Could Watch. And then you can find us on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and Spreaker. Is that mm-hmm. how you say that? You search I Could Watch That, all one word. Don't forget to um, rate, subscribe, comment, download, download, follow, follow, follow. give us. You know, give us all the love, guys. Your bank account number. <laughs> no, give us suggestions. Your phone number. <clears throat> yeah, any yeah, any Maybe? suggestions that you want. Blood type. Wanna... <laughs> Stop it. Deed to your house. Stop it. Your firstborn child. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. Any um. Tell us what you uh, think about Clueless. Any any more insights that you guys have? What are your opinions? And also your top three movies. And yeah, still, I'd like to know. We'd still like to know that. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been I Could Watch That. Bye! Bye. <laughs>